What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Geekiverse YouTube channel. We are talking about video games, video games, and more video games. It is E3 week here uh, for the week of June 11th. So uh, this is also an episode of Geek Scott Game, uh, the Geekiverse's all-gaming podcast. We're going to also uh, have this on the website, so a lot of ways to get this content for you. We're happy that you're here with us today. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me to my right, as always, Mr. Jeff Pavlak. Yo. Uh, you've had a great day. I've had a wonderful day. Yeah, uh, which we'll circle around to. And then uh, to my left, uh, finally making his Geek Scott game debut. Very excited. Uh, we're still friends, even though I make terrible John Wick puns all the time. <laughs> Mr. John Fick. How are you, John? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> very good. Uh, John is a games editor at the Geekiverse. If you don't know him yet, you will very soon here. Uh, so uh, today we had the Nintendo uh, Direct. We, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to kind of go through E3, uh, the press conferences, every major announcement that we've gotten so far, uh, give our reactions, our analysis. If you want our immediate reactions to the, the press conferences, we film some shorter end videos at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. You can just search those there on our playlist. So uh, let's go kind of overall thoughts here. We're done with press conferences. How are we feeling? Are we excited? As excited as we started the week at? Disappointed? In between, where are we at? Well, my heart rate is still at five digits after the Nintendo press conference. So you're where I was after Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch my breath. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be shaking for the next week straight, but um, even without that, I, I still thought that this was a very, very solid E3. You know, no Sony, no problem. This was still a really good weekend, in my opinion. I definitely miss Sony. Yeah, it felt sure, a bit incomplete. I did too. But same. Yeah, I, I wonder why. You know, looking at that shirt, I, I, have, I have no <laughs> idea I why you might feel. Yeah, or that. Too. <laughs> Jeez, it's like Seth is here. <laughs> no, no, no. A little bit different. Uh, John, what uh, overall thoughts of of where we are with E three? Overall, um, so we'll bring Sony up. I think I know why Sony skipped E three this year. I'm with you. I'm a little, I'm a little underwhelmed. Um, I so I think I tweeted this out that I don't, I didn't think any of the press conferences, maybe with the exception of Nintendo, were necessarily entertaining as a as an entire show. Um, all of them had great things that came out of it. If you go through and look at the list of all the trailers, there was a lot of really cool stuff, but there was so much fluff and a lot of stuff that I wasn't interested in in E3 this year. So I, I see why Sony sat this one out. There's not a lot now that I'm sitting here. I think that we didn't already know. Definitely no bombshells. Well, there's bombshells, from, from my opinion. I think there's some bombshells. I mean, um, we'll, what would we'll, you get, say? we'll get to Nintendo. Okay. We'll get to okay. Nintendo. Fair enough. But there, there's definitely some bombshells. I see Jeff over there crawling out of his skin, waiting to talk about oh those bombshells. Yeah. But I think we knew a lot of what was coming. Not, with that, that. Not, not the biggest of them. Yeah. One of my predictions was that we weren't going to see the biggest thing that came out of that press conference. Oh, thank you for reminding me. So I will, I will pull that article up here. We can kind of go through <laughs> through that. We I've our, never been happier to be wrong in I, my life. I, I was I jokingly made that prediction just to mess with one of my Nintendo friends like 20 minutes before the conference. Like, nah, no way. I'm like, dude, I'm totally kidding. And like I screenshotted our interaction. I'm like, well, I guess I was right. <laughs> Do uh do we want to go through that first? Maybe no, that's... no, let's circle around to it. You want to circle back to predictions? Yeah. All right. Oh no no no! I meant like just start with the you know. Go start. start, start no, I want was it chronological? Right. A... Was E three? Sorry, was EA's a press conference? What it, would we call it? It wasn't a press conference. It was a for. So here's what I'll say about EA for for the content they gave us. I'm glad they did it in the way they did. Okay. And they 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 broke it down beforehand. So a week before, maybe even be even longer than that, we knew what we were getting from EA Play. Right. They gave us a literal schedule. They showed us that Star. Star Wars um, was at 12.30. An itinerary and everything. Perfect. Huh? So if you only care about Star Wars, hang out for a half hour. Enjoy your Saturday. Not going to complain about that. Yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for that. Um, don't always need to have everything totally hidden. 
Transparency is good. Surprises are good. But when you find that mix, maybe it's good. And maybe if there was nothing to surprise, it was good that they come out and set those expectations, which we talked about. That's yeah, what I'm saying. If you don't have a surprise, a nice itinerary where you're telling me this is exactly what we're going to get, cool. I'm going to hop out once you start talking about Battlefield Five. <laughs> you know, that, may, that no. maybe explains why Bethesda was very transparent about, hey, we're not going to have Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield. It's, it's, it's it, not coming, people. Don't. Exactly. I love it. Because backlash would be... Right. Yeah. Not good. Um, all right. So we, uh, we our last episode of... Uh, Geek Scott game. We we kind of talked about some predictions. It was uh, myself and Jeff and Jeremy White of WGR five fifty. We circled back with John to include some predictions here. So why don't we go through them? Uh, you can read this at thegeekiverse.com. I'm excited. I completely uh, forgot mine. I couldn't tell you one. I can think, think I can tell you one, but uh, I think I could get to all three of mine. But it you just kind of it hits you, you know. Yeah. That's when you know. So uh, we'll start with Jeff's first one. Uh, Microsoft will announce new titles being developed by Playground Games, Undead Labs. Uh, and Ninja Theory. We definitely had Ninja Theory. I don't remember. Did Playground Games have anything they represented? Did they did not. Yeah, and they did then, that, right. okay, well, just DLC for. Um, they, they do um, State of Decay. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, they so like I'm one and a half. I'll give you. I'm bad. Five hundred. I might give you point two five on that one, but <laughs> you know I'm not scoring. So <laughs> I'm not writing down a score. I thought. About oh, it. of course you're not. Uh, but uh, number two, Jeff said the next 3D Legend of Zelda game will not be seen nor oh, heard at this gosh. upcoming E3. Like I said, never been so wrong to be a complete idiot. It never been so happy to be a complete idiot in my life. Super happy you were wrong about that one. Yes. Uh, the shoe fits. That's so. like that's like one of those cases when I hear someone say, oh, I'm going to bet money on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl because that way either I get to watch Tom Brady lose or I win money. Yeah, it's a win-win for it, Exactly. Either your prediction's wrong or you get the biggest announcement of E3 in a long time. I literally leapt out of my chair yeah. when, when so I realized what that trailer I was. I did get a moment to watch that at... Uh, on my phone, and I d- snuck out to my car for a little bit, and that was about when I, I was able to to watch to, to tune in for Nintendo. Nice. So that was there, um, and yes, uh, we'll we'll get back to that course, in a little bit. I I I had a good feeling that was what it was, and I was like, Jeff's reverse psychology worked. Mine <laughs> yep. did not. Uh, number three. Square Enix will announce a release window for Final Fantasy VII remake. Technically I true, s- <laughs> but wasn't it even before E three? I yeah. think they were already announcing well, that release date before the weekend. I think it was Saturday. No, wait. No, 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 no. The, didn't they do that? It's all a blur right now. Wasn't it Sunday night? Yeah, they announced it. Uh, there was like a, a symphony. Yeah, they announced it the night before. Because we had... That's what it was, yeah, maybe. So it was Sunday night. Yeah. We had covered stuff already. Okay. At, yeah. Oh, yeah, I posted. I, I, yeah, we, I, we got home from recording this. Yeah, because it was, like it, was yeah, it was the Final Fantasy concert, right? Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you texted me. You're like, I was going to go to bed, and then this happened. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. So they announced that during that concert. Okay. So do we think that's uh, that prediction is right? I guess yeah, it's that kind counts. of encompassing. Yeah, I did not expect a, get, like a yeah, specific release date. I was just thinking a release window, obviously, when I made that prediction. Thank that counts so not bad yeah not a bad kind of took a different approach this and year. the one i was wrong on i'm so darn glad i was wrong so me too pav and i are typically super optimistic with our our predictions i think and this year we were like no 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 we're gonna I be want. real about all this yeah. and then we kind of got some of what we wanted because of it i think we had a lot <laughs> of things already come to fruition before the weekend though because i'm almost true. positive you had one or two that was like a day or two later so we recorded yeah, we'll this first one. <laughs> yeah we talked we recorded this the last episode a few weeks ago we had the predictions and then basically as like i got home i think i saw the avengers stuff and then yeah. the next day the rocksteady stuff and i was like are you kidding me right now so basically it was before it posted i think uh, <laughs> even but uh my predictions so first off rocksteady's unnamed project remains hidden nailed it and it's still hidden <laughs> i really kind of thought that that was just going to be like completely wrong yeah. but I, I said it anyway 
Unfortunately, I was right. I, ha- I hate to be right. Here I am. So, uh, what are they working on, man? I know. Roxy, what are you doing? What this are is, you doing? You're killing me here. What, I talk about it every week. We do. Every Pretty week. much at oh, this yeah. point. I can't help it. I can't believe we don't know yet. Like, I mean, this is like three E3s where we're like, okay, they got to show it. It's been so long. Dude. Now I think they're done. I think they're going to close. They're done. That's, oh, no. That oh, studio's done. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. man. Oh, I just cried a little. <laughs> um, so number two was also tied to Rocksteady. I had... This was completely out of nowhere. I had no reason to believe it. No rumors. Uh, but uh, Batman returned to Arkham coming to Nintendo Switch. We heard nothing on this. Nope. Again, we had really no reason to believe it. Maybe a little wishful thinking on my part. The 10th anniversary of Arkham Asylum is August. So that's kind of what I was hoping was, hey, gotcha. maybe they'll do an anniversary edition of Return to Arkham or just, uh, you know, Asylum. It'd make a lot of sense. We're seeing a lot of games like that come to Switch, though. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that one may come to fruition still, but as it stands, wrong. Uh, number three, we get a title for Crystal Dynamics Avengers Project, but no gameplay and no release date. Ooh. So we got a release date. You uh, did. May 15th, 2020. Uh, no no gameplay. That was all cinematic. I mean, even even stuff that will probably translate to what you're doing in the game, that wasn't gameplay. Yeah, I, I think it's probably not at this point. Um so we, we did get the title right after we released this article, yep. and uh, here we are. So again, um, there's some kind of mixed mixed reaction to to that trailer. We'll get into a little bit later in the show here, but overall, I was very satisfied to say the least. Absolutely, personally, uh, you were very excited too. I was pumped. Uh, I, the internet's going crazy with there's hilarious memes and yeah, just sure, tweets all over the I'm place. Sure we'll get into that, uh, John. So, uh, oh, that's what I said. <sighs> <laughs> he doesn't remember. Persona Five comes to the Nintendo Switch. The dream is dead. It's never happening. Yeah, it's if it done. yeah, if, if it, it wasn't happen, enough, right? Didn't happen this E3. It's never going to happen, and that means I'm going to have to sit in front of my PlayStation Four and log in 80 hours for it, Persona Five. I mean, so it was a it. completely reasonable prediction. I mean, Joker and Smash, exactly. like it had to have been coming. I was begging for for it on Switch before the Joker thing, so yeah. I thought that was like the nail in the coffin. We were getting Persona on Switch. No, that's Joker's not. Smash. It's not graphically intensive. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it could it's a beautiful run, game, right? But, but it can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if Bethesda's getting Wolfenstein on, yeah. on Switch, these guys got to figure it out. But, I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of rumors that Sony and, uh, and Atlas have a deal. You know, they, there's something going on there. So maybe that deal expires and it does come in the future. I don't know. Um, I really wanted that game portably. I played so much Persona 4 Golden at my Vita. Um, eh, sad about it, but it's not going to happen. Uh, number two, the next Bioshock game is announced. I thought you had a good shot at this one. I did too. Uh, so yeah, I think what, I think I threw something in there about that uh, that that report J, uh, Jason Trier from Kotaku yeah. did. Um, yeah, he was he was reporting I think like Mafia Three and the the woes of that development. And um, it came out that the studio next door was working on a, a secret Bioshock game, and that was like in 2017 when he reported that. I believe so. So I was I was thinking maybe it was time, but eh, guess not. Here we are. No uh, no Bioshock. Uh, it, it's coming at some point. Uh, just. Yeah, maybe next gen at this point. 2K owns the IP. They're not going to sit on that for too much longer. No, absolutely not. Uh, Number three, I think we all really, really wanted this one bad. Uh, Microsoft and Nintendo do something together. Yeah, so that one... Well, they kind of did. They didn't kind of. They absolutely did. Yeah. That was not the intention of my prediction. (laughs) Right. I wanted to see these guys on stage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The intention of my prediction was Phil Spencer shows up and talks about bringing Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will of the Wisp or bringing, you know, Xbox Live, stuff like that. That was my intention. We did get a Microsoft and Nintendo collab that Nintendo fans have been wanting for quite a while. <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie and Super Smash Brothers. It's there. It's and happening. You know what's really cool? Afterwards, after that was announced then, the, uh, 
Phil Spencer commented on it yeah. and he said that the deal was super easy to make. Awesome. Like Nintendo approached him about it and he's like, absolutely. Let's like he it. didn't even have to think twice about it. Yeah, it was so cool that to... relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo is really, really cool to Dude, see. There, there's a bro crush going oh, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it. there's a bromance going on. It's, 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 it's what Microsoft is trying to do. They're trying to just extend the reach. They want to be everywhere and you know, Switch is the hot commodity. So it makes a lot of sense. I love those two together. I'll tell you that. Me Bowser too. and Spencer. Yep. It'll, it'll be a spinoff. That's <laughs> Doug Bowser and Phil Spencer. Apple get get, get there. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 we really wanted that during Microsoft's press conference. Thought that would have been one of the proverbial nails in the coffin, if yeah. you will. Uh, it didn't happen. Pretty heavy rumors that or, like, either Ori game was coming to Switch. Yeah. I mean, those, those were out there for a while, and they seemed like, you know, so it seemed like somebody had some information because it, was, it kept getting reported on, reported on. But, you know, that was kind of the root behind that prediction. There. There was a very prominent leaker who Nintendo sent their lawyers oh, yeah, after. That cease and desist. I was yes, reading about that. Yeah. Before their, I think it was yesterday that he got the call from their lawyers. I did just. Um, and you know, after watching this Nintendo Direct, now I completely understand why Nintendo wanted to shut this guy down. Yeah, I play it close to the chest there. And like, he, like the stuff that he was revealing, most of it turned out to be true. So whatever his source was, it was legit. Like he wasn't just spitballing. Mm-hmm. He had actual. Yeah, he had, he had some feet in there, if you know what I'm saying. He's got a mole. That's, uh, that's, that's a little scary and right. exciting all at once. Yeah. So uh, our predictions were kind of all over the place. Some kind of true, some definitely true, and then some we just whiffed on. Uh, wishful thinking in a way, reverse psychology didn't work uh, in my case. Worked in Jeff's yeah, case. Worked uh, lovely for me. Yeah. I think he took all of our luck. <laughs> he did. He, we'll, he does we'll that. get into that one. He's a thief of joy. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we're going to go through some of the, the conferences here now. Uh, just some of the highlights. We will just mention from EA Play, we got 15 minutes of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order gameplay. Looks awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm excited about that game. I, I was by default because it's a Star Wars game sure. and I'm a Star Wars fan. But uh, the more we see about it, the, the more epic I think it looks. Yeah, I mean, it's Respawn. They haven't missed. They've put out Titanfall, Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends. They, you know, yeah, good resume. Haven't sold buckets on Titanfall, but they're great games, and Apex is, has done incredibly. So they haven't missed yet. Yeah, this uh, I think that's a match made in heaven. I think it's going to be a good execution. We'll find out in just a few short months. That's coming uh, this fall, uh, November 15th. So uh, a few things to note from the trailer uh, that were just kind of gut reactions. Love that we got Saw Gerrera. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, we got a K2 like Imperial droid, um, which, you know, basically those are informational droids. Uh, but as you see K2SO in uh, Rogue One, you can pack a punch as well. Yeah. Uh, one of, he's my favorite Star Wars droid, actually. Really? Yeah. Of all time? Uh, of all time. He's easily my he's worth, favorite. He's worth, oh. Bottom <laughs> of my list. Well what? then. Uh, we're not well then. Right That's all right. a different podcast. We don't have time for that. That's a different we're, podcast. Sorry. Everybody stay calm right now. <laughs> uh, and then uh, number three, Cameron Monaghan's personality. I feel like that really came through in the acting. No doubt. Uh, he, the way he interacted with his droid that I always forget the name of. Uh, the little chicken thing, yeah. The awesome. little thing that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I even like like the the noise it makes. Like it's a unique noise for a Star Wars droid. Yeah, and there's so many Star Wars droids. So like, how do you, how do you come up with stuff? Uh, so that was good. Love Cameron Monaghan from Gotham. Yep. Uh, number four, Force abilities. Wow, there's some really really awesome stuff going on there. Uh, the way that he uh, interacted with all of the stormtroopers basically was showing off a different force power every time. Yeah. He uh, there was one where the stormtrooper took a shot. Um, Cameron's character, Cal, basically freezes the stormtrooper and the, the laser bolt, pulls the stormtrooper to put him in front of the laser bolt and then lets him go and he basically shot himself. It's it's crazy. Very cool. 
Um, love the lightsaber effects. I think uh, they've got to work on the look just a little bit. We know that they're still kind of polishing this from a visual standpoint. For the lightsaber effects specifically? Uh, or just in general? In general. Yeah, we I think kind of mentioned the Wookiee looks a little was, rough. Yeah, again, it could have been like compression quality on the stream, but the, the Wookiee had some some definitely matted down fur. <laughs> yeah, it was. It looked uh, more like what we would have seen in Force Unleashed a few years back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number That's six. a lot of years it back at this point. <laughs> Yeah, geez. Uh, was it 08? We were in college, I remember. I remember that much. I think it was 2008. That's crazy. Yeah, that's definitely 10 years old. Wow. Um, and then uh, number six, the Uncharted feel. So kind of looks like an Uncharted environment. The way uh, Kale could kind of swing and then like Titanfall, he could wall run. I yep. thought that was really impressive. I think Uncharted is definitely, clo- definitely accurate. I think my feel is more Tomb Raider. We're, they're incredibly close, but I just got Tomb Raider vibes, the new to, uh, Crystal Tomb Raider reboot. It just it seems like it's the same the same kind of gameplay, setup, story, everything like that. That was my vibe. Very Tomb Raider. Uncharted for sure as well. Sure. Yeah, got that vibe. There's, uh, there's a fine line, but it's definitely there. Yep. Um, so Microsoft's Xbox briefing, uh, we were kind of hoping to be blown out of the water. This was their E3 to lose, as John put it. Yep. I don't know that they lost E3, but they didn't. Um, they definitely didn't kind of rabbits uh, by the horns, if you will. I'll say it. They lost E3. <laughs> oh. You think? I think wow. so. Wow. That's yeah. even harsher than I was. I but. think that, yeah, I think I think the fact that they didn't deliver, yeah, they lost. I, I at least said that they hit a double. Yeah. I, I mean, think like... So. <laughs> I, think, I think they struck out. Yeah, yeah. It was, or they put, you know, hit a pot fly, according and, and to him, can, apparently. I think it was a par for the course for Microsoft. Which is, which it, yeah, which was, that's why they lost. They couldn't be par for the course. This was not the year for a good conference. Um, we talked a lot about that. We have a whole video up about that, our feelings. I think I've gotten a little bit harsher since then and going back and watching. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, it happens. Yeah, and that's fair. Um, I, I I still like... Um, you're right. I, I think they needed it to be great. It was good for me. Uh, Phil Spencer, I, I'm a huge fan of. Fortunately, there wasn't um, there wasn't that killer app that we were looking for. We don't biggest, know much about... What was the biggest hit of that conference? Keanu. Yeah, Keanu I mean... And that's, that's a third-party announcement. I'm yep. going to play Keanu. It's also a human being. It's not even an actual yeah, video game. They, they didn't make that. They didn't make Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't do the deal. I mean, I'm going to play I'm gonna play Cyberpunk on my PlayStation. You know? I'm glad I saw that, but I'm playing it on PS4. I think and maybe Microsoft dug themselves in a... Well, they definitely dug themselves in a hole at the beginning of the generation, uh, or right oh, yeah. before it. But I feel like the perception is so heavily in Sony's favor. If Sony had had a similar conference um, and maybe even just had like cyberpunk instead of Microsoft. Sure. I think it would have been even more praise than, than we got from Microsoft. Absolutely. That's because Sony doesn't have ground to make up on though. That's true. Yeah, they're so- in two different spots. <laughs> Sony yeah, no, literally no. wasn't even at this E3, and they're not getting bad press. I, I think like, no. I tweeted they're, out that they're not even there. After Saturday or Sunday, I tweeted out that Sony won E3, just as a joke. I think. Well, that was until this morning, yeah, at least. Exactly. So somebody replied with a with a Reggie meme, and I'm like, you know, you're right. Nintendo's gonna crush it, and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've got some uh, announcements off the bat there. The Outer Worlds uh, trailer coming October 25th, I believe. Uh, we thought that looked uh, that was Obsidian, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. Looks cool. That looks cool. Looks very Fallout. Obsidian's got a fantastic track record. Yep. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, we got Minecraft Dungeons. That's also going to be coming to Switch. We yep. found out. Right. We saw that today. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't even an announcement. That was already. That already. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we heard about Did that. Really? I think it was the Game Awards. We we have heard about that before. Gotcha. That was the second showing of that game. Well, we called the title as we were just watching the trailer, yeah. which to, for us sure, was sure. our first time. We're like, oh, it's just Minecraft in a dungeon. Yep. And then we see the title card. Like, well, there you go. And there it was. <laughs> Uh, Ninja Theory's Bleeding Edge was unveiled, uh, and then kind of a right after that, a surprising 
announcement was that Ori and the Will of the Wisps is coming in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think this was the one we were all hoping for the, hey, it is available right now, or yeah. hey, it's available next week. Yeah, I think I think that's unrealistic, and we were, being, we were talking about it. It's unrealistic. It would have been awesome, but like calendar year would have been great. <laughs> yeah, that... They could have put that in the fall and, and done really well with that, I think. Yeah. And again, who are we to say that, you know, the, the game's going to be great and obviously they need the time, but, you know, they. New trailer was awesome. Was the boss battles look phenomenal. Yeah. I think those big boss battle encounters have definitely been up since the first game. Mm-hmm. Now that I've renewed my Xbox Game Pass in some way, shape, or form, I'm yeah. going to dive back into that, which we'll get to in a second. So that Some of my favorite news, actually, from the entire. Uh, show so far this week but uh next we got uh star wars jedi fallen order a new trailer a little bit uh stuff that we haven't seen from ea play most uh a good balance of cinematic and first person or a uh, third person excuse me and then we got right after that the biggest moment i think of e3 one of the biggest moments of e3 for me sure uh, keanu reeves is in cyberpunk 2077 and then it pans and he walks out on uh, stage at the Xbox briefing and we all lost our minds. We did. I would love to have seen our reactions to that. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, next year we got to film E3. We got to film our E3. We're, we're going to stream next year. I know year. for we're a fact that my jaw dropped and that my eyes went pretty so, broad. <laughs> like, you guys caught it before I did. You guys caught it based on the voice. I think because you guys got oh, excited. No, no. That was just him. I didn't know. You didn't I, I didn't know the I voice right away. Like, Somebody wait. got excited and I'm like, well, who is this? It's it like Tro- Troy Baker. Like it ends <laughs> up and I'm like, oh my God. It's not even fair to guess Troy Baker. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. And we were wrong about that one Troy Baker that we talked about. Uh, it was Dying Light 2. He play, He was the protagonist in Dying Light One, but someone else is playing <laughs> Dying Light Two. <laughs> you could have fooled me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when when in doubt, guess Troy Baker. Guess right? Troy like, Baker. So I I wrote an article yesterday about um, everything we know from Marvel's Avengers from Square Enix. Yep. And he so Troy Baker is voicing Bruce Banner, and I looked up. It's been a while. I looked up his list of credits. It's unbelievable. The man. Like, he. Is easily like got to be the most and recorded voice actor in video so, games, and it's not like he's old. He's like in his early forties, right? Yeah. I mean, forty-one, forty-two. Bring it full circle to what we're talking about. Uh, Keanu Reeves, the biggest name in Hollywood. But Troy Baker, the biggest name in games, like not even close. Yeah, not even close. It's amazing. It was always Nolan North for me until Troy Baker just kind of. I think I think twenty thirteen with The Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite kind of just. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. He went nuts. Those yet. two right at the same time. And yeah. Probably. Actually. He and then, also would have been the Joker that year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Assault on Arkham. That's a which huge is, in my year. opinion, one Arkham of the Origins. Uh, yes, I was thinking of the movie Assault oh, on I got Arkham. You. I was but about you're the game. right. No, you're yeah. right. Yes, then the game too. That was 2013 as well. It was. Yeah, cool. that's yeah. right. The year of what Trump. a year! Yeah. Every year since, honestly, that, in my opinion, is one of the best. Uh, what do you call it? Joker voices since Hamill. Oh yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, he did a great I, job. I think he voiced as a, no yeah, Joker phenomenally. He's uh, anyway. Go check out my article. Click on the link. I, I just included it, and it's it'll blow your minds. Like if you've played a game in the last ten years, odds are he's in it. It's that crazy. Uh, so Keanu Reeves, any any bigger name in Hollywood that would have come out and we all would have gone just as crazy for? No, he's one of the hottest celebrities going right now. He was but perfect he is for on this game. Fire. Yeah. I think the only comparable name I he wouldn't have fit for this game to me, but would have been maybe Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. If coming, he had come out on stage, I would have lost my mind as well. But Keanu is built for this world. Yeah. Like with John Wick in, in kind of the I guess uh the the overall darker tones that you see in that movie, not just from a cinematic standpoint, but the underlying themes, I feel like Cyberpunk is right up that alley in a different way. Absolutely. I'm oh man, Keanu Reeves. That was so exciting. 
Uh, we got a new Battle of Toads trailer, uh, which whatever. Yeah, it's gonna kick everybody's butts again, just yeah. like the original. I'm not built for it. No, I'm not. no, no, no. I don't think any of us are at this table. To be perfectly honest, that yeah. those games are ruthless. How do yeah. we? How do we feel about uh, like difficult? challenging games in general it depends how it's made um so like something like cuphead i, I, I adore cuphead i haven't gotten through it yet because it's so hard but a game like that i adore it makes you learn but stuff that's just like obtusely hard like old like nes games yeah i don't find right it. yeah it's so it's, maybe the, the modern game that sets out to be hard but it's got to be a quality game and it's got to make sense i guess the difficulty has a it has to have a meeting like cuphead there's no easy mode because like learning how to overcome what you're doing wrong is part of the game that's that's what makes that game so special. So you can't change the difficulties. You know, games that just have like crushing. Like I don't play Call of Duty on veteran. That's that's not fun to me. Just taking right. a bullet to the head. Oh and my gosh! No. Random frag grenades, stuff like that. Just like I said, just RNG difficulty. That well, one, yeah. that's what I like so much about like the Soul series and the Monster Hunter series. Um, it's not not it's not just that the enemies have really high health and you know can do a lot of damage with one hit their reaction times and their behaviors are very tough to figure out even if you you know reduce their their damage output and their health they're still difficult enemies because they move so fluidly they move so organically yeah, it's by design right it's not it's not flipping a switch and turning up difficulty they're, exactly they're designed that way i never played a soulsborne game but that's like perfect example of what i'm talking about yep same here uh, it's something I've wanted to kind of tackle, but I I, I feel I'm not quite intimidated. But my time to play games is is limited these that days. Yeah. And would I rather go through a game where I know I'm going to enjoy a narrative and have a moderate challenge, or just be frustrated and not make a lot of progress in my limited gaming time? I think that's kind of my where my head's at. I had that recently with um, a download on the Switch, Wargroove. It's a strategy RPG game like Advanced Wars. And I was playing on the normal difficulty and there were levels that were taking me an hour or more to complete because of how difficult they were. Um, I eventually went down to one of the lower difficulty settings and it specifically says, do this if you just want to enjoy the story. And it's like, you know what? That's nice. You know, some mm-hmm. people just want to go through the narrative, enjoy, you know, the, the meat of the game, but not necessarily have to dedicate you know, dozens of hours to complete the whole thing. Yeah. Whatever the normal setting is, normal, medium, you, whatever, that's typically where I'm at. 100% of the time for me too. Yeah, I kind of wish I could go back and play Kingdom Hearts 3 and play on easy. I hate that you can't switch the, the difficulty halfway through the game. Oh, that's, that's rough. insane yeah. because that is not a short game. Those cinematics, my I mean, gosh. That's why I didn't finish it. I'm getting these boss these boss fights. I'm just like, I'm not built for this. I'm not a Kingdom Hearts guy. I just want to see what it's all about and I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was in a similar boat. I did finally end up finishing it, but uh, that is a very very prominent debate going through the gaming community right now. What's that? Like the purpose of high difficulty or lack of difficulty. Like they're they're very very stark philosophies on that. Yeah. Like some people would argue that a obscenely difficult game is like almost immoral. Yeah, like, yeah, but you vote like, with your wallet, you right? Know? But but yeah. if you just go around, like the, the debate that's going around about that now is that it's like, it like are some of these games almost like demeaning to certain gamers? But if you accessibility if, needs, and stuff yes, like that. it's it's, it's a really really interesting debate that's going that's just on, on fire right now. It definitely now. sparked up when Sekiro came out. I yeah, think, I, I think, think it, that's when it really started to pick up. I don't know if it was Able Gamers or a different uh, organization, but there there was someone was very vocal about it, and there was a lot of traction in that conversation. It's interesting. I don't think right. it's a black and white like yes and no. Situation, oh, absolutely. But, yeah. Interesting. I uh, I kind of feel like that's tough. There's so many options. It's it, it not is. like there's it's, ten games out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like John said, it's not a black and white no, answer not. to that. But uh, interesting nonetheless. Uh, so uh, they announced Batman: Arkham Knight, Hollow Knight, and a few other titles were available immediately on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, one of those was the Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. 
so that was pretty cool. We got... That might be a good place to talk about the Game Pass news. I don't yeah. think they actually formally announced that. I think um, yeah, that's that's good. Let's yeah. go there. Yeah, Do so, it. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So they, uh, they talked about the PC Game Pass. They talked about the regular Xbox Game Pass. And then what is now Ultimate. Uh, so it's it's basically those two plus Xbox Live Gold wrapped in one, fourteen ninety nine a month, hell of a deal. So right there, awesome. Yeah, right there. That's one hundred and eighty bucks for the year. That's three games. You can get a lot of value out that out of that if you buy no other games throughout the year and just play what's on Game Pass because they've done a really good job of updating it and not just with Microsoft titles with uh, you know big triple A's with uh, pretty solid indie games as well. Yeah, I mean you just gave those two examples: Arkham Knight and Hollow Knight. Exactly. Awesome. That's a it's good blend, and you're Plus, also still getting the two free games a month from having gold. Yeah, and uh, those you keep. Oh, so it stacks. It does. I know a lot of those games are part of Game Pass, so it's kind of like you're not getting a value. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some months there's a game you get with gold that's not part of Game Pass. Usually they are, though. I think I think there's a good balance there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what is incredible about all this is they said you can get your first month for Ultimate uh, for a dollar. So my thought was, I already have Xbox Gold. I just let my Game Pass expire. I can't do this. I'm not eligible. I have game. Uh, I have uh, Gold. So I went. Uh, John said, "No, you can. You can stack it." Yeah. So not only did I do that, uh, my subscription for Gold was paid through September. Uh, for a dollar, I bought the Ultimate. That took me to October. However, all remaining months. So that's June, July, August, September are now ultimate. Yeah. So I just upgraded all of them for a dollar. That's amazing. And you can do this up to 36 months, it says. Yeah, so if you're online. watching this and your live is going to expire, buy a year, buy two years, whatever you whatever you want to buy, and then do this little deal because it, whatever you have, it's going to it's gonna instantly turn into Game Pass Ultimate. I mean, a dollar to get tons of, tons of free games. And it's weird to say free, but it's a dollar. These are free games at that point. I can't believe yeah. that that's a thing, it's that really they cool. upgrade the existing months. And I'm, I'm actually super mad that I, that I didn't know like, the, the minutiae of, of this deal because I just did it. I'm like, I didn't have gold <laughs> or Game Pass. So I'm just like, heck yeah, man, give me the dollar. So I have it for a month, and where I could have just like <laughs> upped my live. My live's been like been down for a few months. I haven't needed it, so I'm like, yeah. I Picture should've. of Phil Spencer smiling, just yeah. like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but I. So I wish I would have done the same thing. I wish I would have waited and bought a year or two. Yeah, go 36 because, months. <laughs> yes, it's you don't even have to think about it for years here. Um, that's an incredible deal. Go take advantage of it. Game Pass is awesome. Gold, you got to have if you're a, a rigid or regular Xbox gamer. To have that, incredible. I have no idea when this deal expires, so definitely check it out. Walmart, I know, right now has a $20 three-month pass uh, for that. So it's normally $15 a month. That's a pretty good deal as well if uh, if you're in John's situation and you've just got maybe a month or two of it. Uh, but I, I, I'm so excited. I, I couldn't believe it, and yeah. then that worked happened. out pretty well for you. <laughs> it worked out very well. So go take advantage of that ASAP. Uh, we got Wasteland Three trailer. We also got Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, which will feature all of the uh, nine episodes, uh, numbered episodes for Star Wars. Oh, it just hit me that's going to include uh, Episode Nine as well. So that's obviously going to come out after that. Uh, yeah. So uh, twenty. It says early twenty twenty. I, I imagine that means. I want to say Force Awakens came out in like April or May, okay. year after Force Awakens the movie came out. I love the Lego games. I'll play through them again. And finally, to, to be able to get to play through Last Jedi will be fun. And then whatever Rise of Skywalker brings. Uh, Double Fine 
this is big news here. Double Fine joins the Microsoft Game Studios lineup. That's a big deal. It is. So Microsoft has been buying up these studios and um, really well-known studios, studios with a nice pedigree, and to get Double Fine. Um, we didn't know if we were going to get any more announcements this E3 in terms of acquisitions, but they are setting themselves up nicely for the next generation here. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's where... I mean, talk about their their blunder out of the gate, their you know backwards compatibility, DRM stuff like that. The number one thing that they're losing on this generation is exclusive games. Sony just has the games. Yep, that is definitely the defining uh, moment for me. And I guarantee you, they're not done scooping up studios. Oh no, I'm be surprised. That, yeah, uh, this is just a start. Probably. Spencer had a comment that came out today. Uh, he would love to own a Japanese studio. He was asked a question sure. if he'd ever consider it, and he said he'd love to. So wouldn't be surprised if they go for something like try that. and grab every piece of the pie. You know, yeah. appeal to every audience humanly possible. Yep. Yeah, Microsoft's doing it right right now. Um, in, in they really are. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball Action RPG. Kakarot. Super excited. Super excited for that. Yeah? Yeah. Big Dragon Ball fan. Um, the games usually don't click with me because I'm not a fighting game guy. Ah, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it's an RPG, that's, that's going to be fun. We um, enjoyed Jump Force a lot. We did. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you guys uh, covering Z, that. What do you call it? Fighter Z was amazing. One of the best fighters I, I played in a long I'm time. I'm so tempted to grab that game just because it, it looks so beautiful. It, it's fantastic. It just, it, I mean, it's, we, we've been saying that this looks like a cartoon since like the PlayStation days, but like that game literally looks like the anime. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I've, uh, I've got a, a, a... They actually sent us a few copies. I can, I'll give you a copy of that. Right, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so worth playing, even if you just play it for a night. We were laughing our asses off. Awesome. We had a good time. Uh, Gears 5 coming this fall. We kind of figured that was going to happen. Now we got the release date, I believe September 10th, without looking. Was that underwhelming for anybody else? I'm a Gears fan, and I, that didn't, that trailer okay. didn't do it for me. I, I, I don't want to say I'm indifferent, but I really don't have too much to say on it just because I'm not uh, I'm not that so big into the I've series. I've always liked so. Gears. I, I think you're a bigger fan than me for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I've, you know, I've played all the campaigns like the day they've come out. I've, I, you know, I've, I've dabbled in online. My friends got way too good, so I just quit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, the Gears 5 just seems like it's being... I don't know. Just, there's something weird about it. It just didn't, it didn't hit for me. It didn't click. For I, one of their two really premier franchises, with that and Halo, you think they would put some more juice behind it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm not so down on it. But I did really like the new mode they showed off. Yeah. That like cooperative mode, I think looks really cool. I, 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 I've always I always love co-op like survival challenges like that. So they're they're like the founders of the horde mode, they, right? Exactly. So I, I didn't really see what different, it, how different it was from horde. So I still have to look into that a little bit more, it, but. It seems to be like more stat based. Like they were showing how like the numbers yeah, pop numbers up when you hit it. Like yeah. like stats and numbers are really really important to this. Yeah, I at need, this point, need to do some more research there. That's like you're me. picking up uh, augments and different um, like j- different accessories to add to your weaponry throughout the throughout the mode. Okay. Do we have a uh, a gears battle royale mode yet? No, we do not. Ah, I'm surprised we, we do, do not. <laughs> Every other darn franchise does because it's coming. Yeah. You know it's going to. Uh, Dying Light 2, we got a little bit more uh, insight into that. I'm really excited for that game. Uh, release window, was that just spring 2020? Don't recall. I, I think that's where it was. I, do, like, if you just guess a video game actor being Troy Baker, that's what you guess for video game releases right now. Everything so, is uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Everything is 2020. First half 2020. That's exactly what it is. Uh, we got a few other announcements. Crossfire X. We got New Gears Pop trailer. We got uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 coming over to the West. Uh, a little bit of a disappointment only because it was leaked beforehand, but oh, from software oh, yeah. and George R.R. Martin's newest project, Elden Ring, announced. Yeah. 
fell flat only because we knew it was coming. No and, doubt. And yeah. it was all cinematic. Exactly. That, like if there was some ruins. gameplay involved with this, you know, the impact's a little yeah. bit more there. But we, we have no idea what that game is. Right. I, I couldn't tell you anything about it. Um, like yeah. you said, if if we didn't know about that, if we never associated the the terms George R. R. Martin and From Software, if we hadn't heard no leaks or anything like that, that would have been a huge, huge moment for them. But it yeah. wasn't. So I. Uh, it's not their fault that it kind of felt flat. Like it, it sucks that that leaked. We tried to stay away as best we could, but yeah. it was just inevitable being on the internet in the last week or two. Um, so uh, we got Tales of Arise officially announced. We that, all s- that, that also leaked. It did Tales of Arise. I think there was a trailer that leaked. Like even uh, at least the screenshots. I don't know about the trailer, but I know for a fact that I saw some of the screenshots from the trailer before the actual it's press crazy conference. It's some of the uh, later stuff in the conference, too. Yeah, that yeah. tells you where Microsoft views it. Is Tails related to Bandai? Yeah, Bandai. I, I think Bandai is the one who had the leak. Oh, okay. I, I think someone, that's that's what it was. Bandai had a huge leak. Yeah. That sucks. That game looks beautiful, though, man. Like, I know I'm a sucker for JRPGs, but, man, that game looks incredible. Oh, yeah. I um, They nailed the art direction on that one. We got, uh, we got the next Xbox officially coined Project Scarlet, which actually um, leaked last E3. Uh, I think the same day, it would have been Monday of E3 last year. I remember writing an article on it just on speculation. Sure enough, this is the first time Microsoft comes out and says Project Scarlet. Uh, officially revealed, we don't know 100% if it's going to be a system. We don't know if it's going to be an Xbox One X-like system upgrade where it's not quite next generation. I tend to think it is a next generation system and they're going to uh, base everything off of that. That's pure speculation because yeah. we didn't get a lot of, we this. didn't get much. Um, I was confused about it. The way they, the way they worded it when, you know, the day of the press conference, I've seen Phil uh, Spencer a- answer more questions about it. It does seem to be like a, a next gen, next gen based on the way he's talking about things. That's kind of what I gather. Yeah. Um, time will tell. So, uh, Without knowing much, I mean, it seems like so they are developing a lot for it that's exclusively for it in the sense of technology with some of their partners at Microsoft. Um, Also, I think, if nothing else, it's really awesome that Halo Infinite is going to release as a launch title. So kind of taking a chapter out of what Switch did with Breath of the Wild, which worked amazingly well for them for a number of reasons. I mean, there was a point where the attach rate for Breath of the Wild was over 100%. Right. I remember that. We talked that about was a, that. We sure. did. We and, talked about that. In and a that pro- was like a couple of weeks or like months in. I remember like how that was that exactly possible? like you would. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why yeah. do you have two copies? <laughs> right. Because everyone was scooping up that collector's edition <laughs> with the master sword in there. Good point. I actually was one of those people. I, right. I, I bought the regular edition and then like just happened to be walking through Best Buy on my way to work that day. And I'm like, oh man, they have a collector's edition. I want that case. You, wait, you just walked across one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate you. So it, it, was, it, was, at, it was like behind um, behind the counter, like at customer service. Wow. And I, just ca- I just caught maybe, it in my eye. Maybe one that no one came Somebody to pick must up. Somebody abandoned it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like a rescue dog. Yeah. It's like, oh, I must take you home. <laughs> yeah. So now, now I, I was using that case for a while, but now it's just uh, on my shelf looking all cool. The uh... That's one of my favorite like oddball stories from the last few years. That, that, like you said, at that one point in time, there was an over 100% yeah. attach rate for a game. Like that's, that's It's impossible. Yeah. Like That's not physically possible. It's unbelievable. Well, really, I don't. Uh, I don't see Halo Infinite and Xbox, uh, you know, being much different. <laughs> yeah. No, it could. Yeah, it definitely could. I right. mean, hell, what do you, yeah, collectors' editions are inevitable with Halo. I mean, I would love to see back in the day what uh, Halo, to, like the original Halo, Common Evolved was with uh, the original Xbox. So that was that was the console seller, and that, that right. game. that's the only reason I ever owned an Xbox. My brother wanted to play that game. That's why Xbox uh, probably exists today. No doubt, uh, because of, yeah, of Halo. Halo. Mm-hmm. That was originally supposed to be a uh, Apple Mac Macintosh exclusive. Did you know that? I did not. 
That game was debuted. At, I think it was WWDC at a Apple's conference, and it was supposed to be a, a Mac exclusive game. I do really yeah. remember that. It went that. away for a few years and uh, popped back up in Microsoft's hands. Interesting. I, a part of me was wondering if Microsoft was going to wait one more year so they could release the um, the Project Scarlet on the 20th anniversary of the original Xbox, but uh, we're not there. So that's fine. We're, we're getting close. Um, we didn't get a ton from Halo Infinite, but I did like the story. Almost felt like a, a soft reboot of sorts with uh, you know Chief kind of waking up in there. I thought that Chief was going to like basically evil at that point I, I, yeah like, i thought he was gonna, like, i thought yep i thought he was gonna kill or, that guy <laughs> yeah i thought that's what was gonna happen. i was bracing myself i was kind of like and it didn't happen no they set the tension up that way i didn't think he was gonna be evil i thought like he just knew something we didn't about that guy but just the way oh yeah the way that he emerged and okay. that guy was just standing there and we saw chief's hands i'm like that guy's so dead oh yeah <laughs> it didn't happen but and i was like oh gosh where's no. this going we all felt it though yeah so uh that will be uh, coming alongside project scarlet i'm excited for that that'll obviously be a day one for me because i love xbox so here i am um so in terms of microsoft Again, we kind of talked about what we thought their press conference should have been. It was good, nothing more. Yep. Needed, needed to be great, as we said on the, the other video. It was double, off the wall. Needed to be a home run. Uh, Bethesda, they had what was probably my favorite conference. Now, I did not watch Nintendo's all the way through, so I can't maybe necessarily evaluate that fairly. But Bethesda's, I thought, was probably the most consistently rock-solid beginning to end. It was tight. It was, it was very a tight. very, very tight conference. Even what I may have considered filler in other conferences with the videos of fans and uh, Bethesda employees talking about how much they love Bethesda, I bought it. They did, they did it well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Felt genuine. It, it there, worked. Yeah, there was a sincerity to the whole tone of the press conference. Like there, you know, there was some self-aware in this, but there was also some a lot of sincerity there uh, in regards to fan outreach, to how the employees feel about working there. It, it was it was heart, it was heartwarming. They were fans and then became yes. Really and how cool? Yeah, how cool is that? People awesome are saying, stories, "Yo, yeah. I got into video games because of Elder Scrolls. Now I'm working on it." Like that's a dream so come people true, are saying man. Some of those games saved their lives in, in right, time moments. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's what games are, are all yep. about. Uh, and Bethesda, more so than Ubisoft, more so for sure than Square Enix, um, really, I think sells their brand. Oh yeah, yeah. For a single you can dev, feel you can they crushed see that it. brand. Yeah. You I really, know it's a Bethesda game. I really feel like these conferences have done a lot for them. Uh, it was kind of like when when was their first conference? Was it 2016? Maybe I think so. I think, yeah, I think it was 2016, and they announced that conference. And I just thought it was just because they had so many games lined up, and I thought it was going to be a one-off thing. I was like, okay, they don't normally do a conference, but they have no. tons of games to talk about, so they're not going to hop on stage with Microsoft or Sony. They're going to do it themselves. I didn't expect it the next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. I think they've done a really good job of um, building themselves up to be a bigger publisher than I thought they were. Agreed. Not size-wise, but just you know, uh, reach-wise. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I feel like they're bigger than the average publisher just in uh, presentation, if nothing else, um, in presence than, than what you see. For I mean, Ubisoft is huge if we're talking about money and, yeah, and games that they release. But man, Bethesda is a brand, I tell you that. Uh, so we got Elder Scrolls Blades coming to Switch. Uh, okay, you know, whatever. That, that, not huge cool. for me, but uh, I'm gonna play it. I'm not, I uh, I downloaded it on mobile and then I'm free like, to play, right? Free to play. Um, it's out for mobile now. It's been in beta for a while, but I think it officially launched like after the conference. I downloaded it and I'm like, I'm just gonna wait till Switch. I deleted it. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather play on my Switch. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Wastelanders and Nuclear Winter, uh, both editions coming to Fallout 76. Yeah, so. and we we feel like they kind of reconciled a bit. Definitely. Yeah. The, the first thing they talked about, uh, Todd Howard took the stage and kind of acknowledged the fact that 
they had, they messed up. I mean, uh, they, they shipped a game that, that wasn't, I mean, it was, it was as broken as most, you know, open world Bethesda games are, but add to the fact that there wasn't much to do in it. Uh, it didn't work out the way they wanted. So it was kind of, it was, it was good to see them talk about it, take a, you know, take responsibility, but then also say, Hey, we're not going to just abandon this thing. You guys paid 60 bucks for this. We're going to, we're going to try to make it better and add some stuff. Uh, you could also play it free this week uh, through the 17th, I believe. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I may uh, give that a shot myself. Um, worth noting that Nuclear Winter is a battle royale. That's a that's a huge. Change <laughs> well, of course it is. Of course it is. But that's that's a huge change of pace for you know that kind of yeah. game. They've never done PvP at all. In, in or yeah, there, has there been any and, PvP? And, in, and uh, not to this extent. Mm-hmm. Not in a fall. Not, not in this implementation. Yeah. I mean, think about like you mentioned on our video earlier this week. It's big for a number of reasons. Uh, that's going to be popular with streamers. Yeah. Uh, Fallout's already popular enough, but now we're going to add that segment to the, uh, you know, I guess the the internet presence with it. And it's free, or it's going to be free for a little bit. So the, the, you're going to have a battle royale, and you're going to have a free mode. I mean, that's the thing right now. Everyone wants to hop in and try a new battle royale. So I'm sure Ninja and Doctor Disrespect are going to be playing that when it's free. It was funny uh, with Wastelanders. I believe that was the one where they mentioned that uh, non-human NPCs were coming back. Yes. Yeah. And that was <laughs> so funny to me. It was just like, yeah, that's what we wanted in the first place. Yeah. Come on, Bethesda. Uh, but here we are again. Hey, we got it. We got it. Uh, Ghostwire was announced uh, by director Shinji Mikami. We thought maybe, maybe Evil Within 3 right. was coming. And uh, we were all pleasantly surprised by this. I did not know about this ahead of time. I don't yeah, think no, anyone no, did, right? No, 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 leak? no yeah. it definitely didn't leak. This is, yeah, this is uh, all new information. Very cool. So one, we were impressed by that. One of my games of E3. Yeah. And uh, Akumi Nakamura. Did you did a fantastic job up there. She was an absolute oh, yeah. doll. She, she was awesome. Yeah, she, was she awesome. just the energy from her. You could feel it radiating <laughs> throughout I the follow, entire. I follow on Twitter. Made fan art of her. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was just very cool. And I mean, it's awesome. it's so cool because she like she's been with Bethesda for years. She did art for Okami. She did art with um, or sorry, not Bethesda necessarily, but Shinji Mikami. Oh, cool. She's always worked like she's been like his apprentice, apparently like his handpicked apprentice. So that's why she got she is like the sole director of this upcoming game now. Like he handpicked her to take this job. It's funny because a lot really of cool. times people are, are awkward at E three, and I wouldn't say that she was awkward. I think she just embraced being fun. Well, it's amazing that she's doing it up there, and, and you know, it's not her native language. She even said, oh, "Yes, you know, oh, yeah, she, like that's that's terrifying to go up there and speak in front oh of a gosh, crowd. Yeah. Never mind speaking in a language that's not your first language." So Absolutely. kudos to her. Yeah, that's that's a common thing at E three. A lot of um, not English first speaking language, yeah. and they, I, yeah, I. It's hard enough to be up there if it is your native language, let alone that. So kudos to her. Yeah, yeah and, internet darling is the way to put. Yeah, that <laughs> there you go. And I think Ghostwire looks phenomenal. I love the concept for that game. Modern day Japan, spirits running all over the place. Oh yeah, I uh, definitely got that. She even said spooky. It's got that creepy vibe to it. I really liked what we saw from that cinematic trailer. Oh yeah, I'm into it. Uh, We got uh, a very long uh, cinematic reveal for Elder Scrolls Online's (laughs) latest uh, expansion. Darn Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to know the budget put behind that trailer. It looked so good. The animation was incredible. It was fun to watch. It was super long, but like it was long. I couldn't get over the animation quality. I kept like I just kept thinking I was watching a movie. I'm like, this it's is kind of amazing. This is really. this is silly. Like that's that's unbelievable. They must have sunk some real uh, cheddar into that one. Let me tell you, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, I don't care about ESO at all, but that that trailer same. was fun. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it for for what it was. Uh, good presentation. Commander Keen, so this was interesting. Uh, Bethesda's free-to-play mobile game uh, based... We said this was originally from id Software. 
apparently. It was like an old 80s IP. It is, and I can definitely confirm that because guess who was incredibly excited about this game after it was announced from the Geekiverse team? Nate? Yeah. Of Nate, our, Nate, our resident retro fanatic. It's that the seems one... like it's too new for him <laughs> to enjoy, though. Like, well, it, it does come... 1950 and True, true, true. <laughs> but yeah, he. it's like the one game that he really enjoyed from this weekend. Interesting. For those who don't know, Nate is our host of The Memory Machine, which is a podcast about all things retro in pop culture. He just loves We're anything. Talking he loves any, Yes, he loves anything that is old. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. So um, this game was right up his alley, and it's apparently the only thing that caught his interest this weekend. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rise of the Ghost expansion coming to Rage 2. I mentioned on our Bethesda recap how much I love the thought and, and appearance of this. I haven't bought Rage 2 yet, but I sing its praises all the time. So I'm, I'm a big advocate for the game. I, I really got to put my money where my mouth is, though. I'm in the same boat. I, I, I want to play this game. I just never find the time to do it. It looks so much fun. This trailer was awesome, man. It this, was. This like, sitcom introduction like that. That's cool. Got Bethesda me. does the best trailers we, we've talked about. And this was definitely... Uh, top of the top here i think for the the conference no doubt so uh, i hate to say yeah where i'm at because we're you know it's been out for a few weeks now i'm kind of waiting for that that uh that sale oh yeah you know and uh, i've still got the best buy membership oh yeah so i can get 20 percent off of that uh i'll be i'll be looking for you rise uh, rise of the ghosts yeah it'll it'll drop soon wolfenstein's coming to vr uh which is kind of cool vr not really my cup of tea but i always appreciate it um, where do you stand on VR? By the way? we haven't really talked about that much. Yeah, super fascinated. Um, I just haven't decided to to you know splurge on a headset. Um, big supporter. I it's, I wouldn't say it's not my cup of tea. I just don't have a, a headset and I haven't you know buckled down and bought one. I I love it. I want to see it supported and I'll have one eventually. It's it's still going strong. If uh, if it had been what we saw with maybe like motion controls, I'm thinking about Connect sure. specifically. I think it would have been gone by now. Yeah, I mean look at the it's, move. <laughs> Right, it's it's still going. So VR overall, uh, pretty healthy, and I think the best is by far yet to come. Uh, Arcane Studios, not a new Dishonored, but a title called Death Loop. Yeah. Another one that really caught my attention. Me too. Yeah, I think that's my game of the conference. That game looked really really cool. Yeah, all about that. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of new IPs. I I like when uh, publishers really go after something that we we wouldn't expect. Nothing wrong with sequels. But they they can be safe to an extent. I'm in the same boat. There's no there's nothing I can get more excited for in an E3 press conference and a new IP. Um, I did not expect two from Bethesda, knowing that we weren't going to see nope. uh, Elder Scrolls Six and uh, Starfield. I was not expecting two brand new games from you know. I thought all of their studios were basically accounted for. I didn't know Arcane had a different had a separate studio. So that was something I learned. I had no idea. Very cool. Uh, Bethesda also introduces something called Orion, which is built to optimize streaming. So this is kind of. It's not really something I feel like we're going to see. We may never see it at E3 again, by the way. This is not like a, a product you'll necessarily buy, but they were kind of touting some technology that they've created that's really going to help with streaming, such as uh, Stadia, for example. And um, it's going to make... We kind of talked about it on the, our YouTube recap of Bethesda's conference, but it's going to make streaming more accessible. It's going to make it easier. It's going to uh, kill the bandwidth a little bit in terms of what is needed. So good for everybody, really, in a nutshell. Uh, especially if you're a tech wizard, that's going to be right up your alley. Check out our write-up on that. Uh, I, uh, I talked about how tight this press conference was. That's the one thing I would have cut. Sure. I, they could have missed and, and I would have been fine. They could have tweeted that out in a month and would have had the same pop. Oh, yeah, probably bigger, actually. Yeah, you're that right. may have gotten no. lost in the shuffle a bit. For sure. 
because uh, it's not kind of a tangible product that you can buy. Yeah, I love it. I love that they're, that they're doing it. I love that we they want to you know share that with us. I don't think the the E3 showcase was the time or place, but they uh, they kind of talked before that about how they uh, were the first with VR, how they were the uh, inventor of the first person shooter. So this was a little bit about legacy here. True. Uh, I think they wanted to get out in front of that, especially with Stadia coming. Uh, last thing here, uh, big for all of us, Doom Eternal coming November 22nd. That's a great release date for that game. I am all about it. I am ready to play more Doom. I loved, loved, loved the 2016 version. Um, I, if they did no updates and just gave me more of that game, I'd be happy. But to get a whole new entry here, sign me up. Yeah, this new yeah Eternal looks f- awesome. I was really impressed by the demonstration they had up there. It even just watching it made you feel like you were playing it. There's nothing. There's nothing like Doom. No, it just the pace of the combat and the amount of maneuverability you have. There's no other first-person shooter that does it quite like Doom. Nope. It's funny because I felt like they took a risk with with re uh, putting resources into that reboot. And yeah, I would agree with that. It ended up paying off so much that look where it's releasing. That tells you something. That's a confident release date for a game like that. Yep. Going uh, up against Call of Duty, you know. Yeah. No doubt about it. That's going to be awesome. Uh, they talked about battle mode, which is uh, a multiplayer experience. Uh, we kind of speculated it might be fun in the future to have uh, something co-op in the Doom universe, like we're seeing in Wolfenstein oh, Young yeah. Blood. Uh, but you know, more to follow on that. So overall, Bethesda, uh, I think my favorite conference of the show. Oh yeah, overall, uh, I think so. I think uh, it was the probably the best beginning to end. Like you said, uh, if there was only one thing to cut might have been a ryan sure but even that wasn't offensive like it was just you know no because it was it didn't really uh i guess detract from it for me at all what do you think public i really like their conference overall it was it's one of my favorites from the weekend yeah it's, I, they were they, they killed it no doubt about it uh last year's was fun too it was yeah and i I, I mentioned that even last uh when we were doing just our reaction to the bethesda's conference in general it feels like they're on a hot streak as far as e3 press conferences go yeah they're confident they know where they're at with it um ubisoft's press conference um i was not uh, not a fan of i i thought it it really didn't have a nice flow um there was no true killer app for me maybe save one which we'll get to in a moment but um starting off we got a really nice uh um string selection was that about 10 minutes long that seems long i don't know at least five anyway it it was assassin's creed (laughs) symphony yeah Uh, they played some of the the tracks from assassin's creed throughout the years i think they announced a tour for uh assassin's creed symphony as well yeah which it sounds like that is the title of a game, which it's good marketing there. I could definitely see it. <laughs> um, so Watch Dogs Legion is what really kicked off the show for Ubisoft. We got an extensive look at the game. It's also coming March 6th, uh, 2020. So a, a jam-packed first quarter of the year. But what did you think of Watch Dogs? We haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. I'm excited for it. Uh, so I, I bought the first Watch Dogs day it came out. Didn't do it for me. Uh, I thought the Aiden Pierce, I think his name was, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just like cookie cutter. This is a video game guy. I didn't really like that game that much. Didn't finish it. Um, two came out. Trailer sold me with the the tone and everything like that. Really loved Watch Dogs 2. Uh, I like the colorful, the playfulness, uh, San Francisco. I was a fan of that game. Um, and this one looks awesome. I'm, you know, the, I like the gimmick that you, you, you can be anybody. There's really no main character. You're, you're, you're flipping around, you know. I wanted my... Uh more of a narrative focus. I don't, I like the concept of Legion. Basically you're creating this Legion. You're jumping 
between characters with uh, permanent death, by the way. So if your character dies, that's it. They're yep. done. I mean, you jump to someone else. Yeah, they're just like a civilian for all intents and purposes. So Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I like that concept. I don't know if this is a game I'm going to dive into because I feel like it's a commitment. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I really, really actually enjoyed the first Watch Dogs quite a bit. Second one I, I liked, believe it or not, not as much as the first. I'm in the vast minority on that one. But um, this, all three games, drastically different in tone. Yeah, I think that's really cool. What do you think about the London setting? Um, I, I, have we, I don't know if I've played a game in London in a very long time. I think we've always time. talked about it. Yeah. Like I was, it was always rumored for Assassin's Creed for the longest time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, wasn't there an Assassin's Creed that was in London? There was. Which uh, one was, was it? With uh, Jacob and Evie. <laughs> what was the name of that one? I don't know. They're all blended together now. Yeah, Assassin's Creed is just Assassin's Creed for me. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> all the same game besides Odyssey because that's the, like, the last one I've played in the last decade. Yeah. Uh, it'll hit me later. But that one I actually liked a lot. Yeah, Unity, I'm drawing was it? a blank. It, it was a, it was not recent, but it wasn't like ancient. It was like mm. like 1700s, 1800s, something like that. It was the like last that. one, I believe, before Origins. Um, we can look that up real quick then. Yeah, Give take a look at that. Uh, so you were wasn't the, that the one that was like darn near broken when it first came out? No, Unity, Unity was the one that was. That, that's what yeah, I'm thinking the of. Facial animations <laughs> were like eyeballs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just Someone glitchy. made that a thumbnail to one of their E3 reactions. I was like, why are we bringing that up? And it was for E3 2019. It was. So it's yeah, it's funny. But uh, I enjoyed that one. It was it was kind of short in scope, but you got to play as both uh, main characters, which was really cool. Syndicate. 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 Yeah, I've, it was, it was Victorian Assassin. era, 1868. I've tried with Assassin's Creed. I think like every three or four games I've tried, um, and it's never worked until Odyssey. Had a lot of fun with Odyssey. I have it. I have got to jump into it. Yeah. it's uh, It scares me because it seems like it's a huge game. It is. I think I have like 60 hours in that game. I'm not, I'm not even done with the main story. Oh, well, mama. now you can make your own story with it sure can, after yeah. they announced that it yeah. would be Sauce Press Conference. I think we skipped over that. Yeah, there's a story created. Oh, we did. I love that fact. Yeah. I think that, I thought that looked really Why cool. Why did they drop that before the press conference? I thought that would have fit well in I there. don't understand <laughs> it all. Yeah. I could have replaced any number of, of things from that conference. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool announcement. Yeah, you, you know, Mario Maker for, uh, for Assassin's Creed. I'm in. Yeah. That's crazy to me. But, but and it, like it to make sense, your though. right to make your own narrative too. It's not just the levels. You're it's right, not just right. the bosses. Your enemies. You're creating your own story Dude, there too, which I think is awesome. And it's free. Right. Yeah. Straight up free. Yeah. It's just an expansion, basically. Yeah. I can't. It's just a download. I w- I want to watch people make their own. I don't want to do my own with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not a creator in that sense. I I like to play other people's levels, but I don't <laughs> I don't tinker too much with making my own stuff. I get so ambitious, and I think I'm going to, and then I'm like, nah. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. I mean, that's pretty cool and not something I anticipated at all. Uh, that's a nice little mode. It was rumored for like a week or so. It must have leaked because I, I did hear talks about that before the show, but cool. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, a new TV show uh, called Mythic Quest coming to uh, Apple Plus or Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. Plus. Yeah, man. Uh, so Rob McElhenney, um, I what did you guys think of this trailer? I like the concept at least. Yeah, I didn't, we'll love, see. I didn't love the trailer. Uh, so <laughs> this this news has been out there for a while that the show was going to happen, um, and I've been super excited at the idea. Like the the people who produce is always sunny. Yeah, making a video game in like the same vein that Silicon Valley exists. Like that. I mean, on paper, that's awesome. I didn't love the trailer. Didn't the tone didn't hit for me. I'm not going to write it off because of that. Um, I, I'm ready for it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I thought it, it looked funny how they were kind of making fun of him and, and just being egotistical. and That was good. Yeah, but, that was cool. Uh, it was okay. Yep. It's not something I'm going to go and, and purchase in terms of Apple uh, TV Plus now, but it's it's for a lot of people out there, no doubt. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint trailer uh, coming October 4th. Ghost Recon typically has done nothing for me. Same. Yeah, this is kind of where Ubisoft lost me between that and, um, and, uh, and Siege. 
Oh, see, I thought Rainbow Six Quarantine, the next or quarantine, one. Quarantine, that's, that's what I thought. I said that's a really cool idea. That's uh, what I'm excited for. I, I, I don't care about Siege either. I didn't play Siege, yeah. but this one uh, got me kind of excited. So why don't we uh, jump there, John? What what did you like about Quarantine? Anything uh, in particular? Yeah, in PvE. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm always down to try a new PvE game. Um, I, I feel like I've had some of like, my best online experiences in the last couple of years uh, with PvE games, uh, whether it be Destiny or The Division, stuff like that. Um, I'm always excited for a new one, and the trailer just looked cool. So uh, in the middle of, of Recon in Rainbow Six, we got Tom Clancy's Elite Squad uh, coming to mobile, yeah. featuring Sam Fisher, of course. Man, Splinter Cell fans are not happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't really get to look I mean, at like, the reactions just, to that. It's just salt in the wound. Everyone wants that game back, and like, why not? Understandable. Yeah, so I, and look at the lineup we talked about, all the, these yeah. shooters. Come on! He just keeps popping up on all these uh, all these side projects. So yeah, I've got a, a Facebook friend who's a huge, huge uh, Splinter Cell fan, and he was just like, you left the room. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. It, it looks fun. It's not something I'm probably going to dive into. I'll definitely play. Is it free to play? Uh, I, I'm i always down so. to try out a mobile game that like a, a big publisher throws out there. I want to support that market. I feel like there's, I feel like it's still untapped. It can be really, uh, I think there's a lot of potential there, especially with um, controller support coming to iOS. Uh, you can sync up a DualShock 4 or an Xbox One controller to iOS with iOS 13. That's sweet. That's insane. I didn't know Dude. that. Dude. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So, Apple TV as well. Interesting. So yep. that's going to be a game changer for me for mobile. Yeah. Um, the So there's a game control that's currently propped up on the, the desk over oh, there. Oh, yeah. It's our camera stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's something we got from a, a, a company to, to review last year. I, the name is escaping me. We'll take a look afterwards, but kind of fits on the phone. Oh, is it the one that like opens up like an accordion and it locks it in there? Exactly. Yeah. It's got like the basically the Xbox faceplate. Yeah. Um, it works great. Uh, we tried it on a few games. And I've uh, I've I've had I've bought and returned stuff like that in the past because I've always like mobile gaming. Not even just mobile gaming. Just like gaming on the go is a huge thing. It's a huge uh, um, passion for me. I love trying to like be able to game anywhere. Um, so I've I've bought products like that, but they're always just missing something. Um, they usually don't support like stick clicking, and they usually don't have multiple triggers. Basically, the Vita, yeah, yeah. the Vita in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, he borrowed my Vita. I think I have a Vita shirt on right now. <laughs> I think I, what? I think I have a Vita under shirt. Take right it off. Here we go. Uh, Vita, Island. Vita Island. It's there. Oh, I love it. That's great. That's I still play shirt. my Vita weekly. Do you really? Oh, Absolutely. man. I haven't played in ages. But he brought, what game did you download? Uh, the Dracula X Chronicles Castlevania. Oh, okay. That's right. The remake right. of uh, Rondo of Blood. I think I have like over a thousand hours into Hot Shots Golf on my Vita. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. It's a good one to sink a lot of time into. Man, that, that might be more than uh, you've gotten Smash. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, this is over the court. I mean, like 2013, I think is when I got that game. So that's a that's, <laughs> that's a, a long hefty, stretch of time. Yeah, hefty amount there. Uh, Roller Champions was officially revealed here. Alpha available now. I uh, I think this is a lot of potential. Me too. It I, looks fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I said Rocket League meets Quidditch is what it reminded me of. So neat way to describe it. Yeah. Probably accurate. I think in a similar way that Rocket League took off in popularity and also in esports, you've got that with Roller Champions. I'm like, I never thought about it, but seeing that trailer, I'm like, why is why is why are like people not trying this more often? Rocket League mm -hmm. was like a runaway success. It's just not people aren't trying it. I think Ubisoft could uh, could nail it. I think so too. And uh, the the reveal was it was good. Uh, we had kind of heard that this was maybe coming uh, a few days prior, I believe. I, yeah, we've heard about that for a little bit. So that one, uh, it's, you know, we're just in the alpha, but I'm, I'm really going to keep my eye on that. I think that's going to go places if uh, Ubisoft plays their cards right. 
Uh, the the game I know Jeff and I were kind of oogling over here was uh, Gods and Monsters, which yeah. is yeah. You you take the the lead on this one. I you think it looks gorgeous. It. That art direction that they showed in that cinematic trailer was awesome. It's you know, easy, simplistic way to describe it is Zelda in ancient Greece, and I am all for that. If that's what you're getting to, Breath yeah. of the Wild sequels. Yeah, <laughs> and, and exactly. From, and to come from the team that does Assassin's Creed, to, right. to do something different, like not even just a different game, but a completely different art style. I'm super excited for that game. I, I said this in our immediate reaction to it, Josiah and myself. Um, it's it's also perfect too because you know the team who did Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they're already steeped in ancient Greece mm-hmm. uh, mythology, yeah, yeah. the locales, the setting, the culture, so they can apply all of that knowledge that they did in research for Odyssey to making this game, making it feel very organic. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. They'll, they'll nail the aesthetics on that. I have no doubt. I was surprised the release date was so close. Yeah. Like, based on little, what little we saw about right. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? February 25th, I believe. It's in February. February 20th. 20th or 25th, one yeah. of the two. But yeah. yeah February of 2020, there's a date on it. Coming to all expect. systems. Yeah, they, they were super vague about like what the game was and like how this was like a new a new thing for them. And you know, they're just kind of getting started. They didn't maybe say that, but I did not expect them to put a date on it. It played to their benefit, though. Oh, no to doubt. To do that, which... Doesn't always work, but in this case, it was like, hey, that is amazing. Give me more of it. Yep. Uh, the other thing uh, that we wanted to talk about real quick with Ubisoft was their Uplay Plus subscription. Oh, yeah. I think this is a good value. It, you, you know, you've got to really like that library, but over 100 titles uh, coming to PC for now yep. in September, I believe, and then Stadia next year, which is great yeah that's a great deal for uh for stadia well it's cool to have them uh get some some prime partnerships to right out of the gate so think about that you're gonna get any access to every assassin's creed far cry uh watchdogs obviously all the titles that we mentioned here uh the original beyond good and evil oh yeah so all the rainbow six games yeah right, it's so. um it's a good deal I prince think. of persia for yes literally just thought of that for 14.99 a month and being able to cancel whenever you want great deal yeah it's a great deal i like the subscription models that we've been seeing here yeah i like the fact that these exist so i can just hop in and like play a game for 15 bucks and then cancel I'm a right. big fan. I've, I've done that with game pass like two or three times where Absolutely. i'm just like i want to play that game it's 30 bucks it's 60 bucks why would i do that i can just pay i can play it for a month for 10 or i can play it for two months for 20 they're banking on you forgetting about that subscription yeah exactly or maybe catching your eyes oh i want it for another month yeah. i didn't finish this game but if you play your cards right if you've got the time to do it why yeah. not i think make uh, it work for you what was it was it um, forza horizon 4 like i played that game for 11 dollars. it took me two months to play what i wanted out of it i signed up for game pass for a dollar trial paid ten dollars next month it's a 60 dollar game that i got to experience for 11 bucks so i like these uh I like these services yeah I, i'm all about it and yeah forza oh my gosh i could talk about that forever uh, definitely a big fan. We actually scored it a ten out of ten on our official review. Yeah, I think I like. I think I like three better. Uh, think, three was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the I like the Sydney vibe more than uh, the where where was four it was uh, Europe somewhere. Don't recall. Yeah, I, I, I like the Sydney Australia vibe a little bit more than the four, but both great games. So uh, wrapping up Ubisoft, I did not like the press conference. I thought there was even it, it was only an hour fifteen minutes. Is a little slow moving for me. It was a little jumbled. I thought there was a lot of awkward moments. Uh, some of the presenters would come out on stage, say something they could have kept going, but there were awkward pauses. They waited for the applause and it just, it was fabricated. It was not great to me. I think it was actually, <laughs> I go back and forth on square, but Ubisoft, I feel like was the, the least impressive. 
I was half and half on it. Me too. Half of it I really liked. Half of it I was like, don't care at I all. I liked that they spent a lot of time on Watch Dogs, even if I didn't love Watch Dogs. And I really liked Gods and Monsters, and to a degree, Roller Champions. I, I really like Ubisoft. I don't know. I just like their presence. I, I really like them as a company. I love the story that they fought off Vivendi, and they were able to you know keep keep their uh, their independence. Something about the Ubisoft vibe I'm always about. I, I, I enjoyed the press conference. Uh, moving on to the interesting press conference here uh, of the bunch Square Enix so we got a lot of trailers of stuff they've done already released uh, we were hostages this was one of the oddest press conferences I've ever watched they had us and they knew it we were hostages they did have us and they knew it right, we're gonna wait two seconds until he stops okay. I'm gonna, while we'll cut I'll go check the camera sounds good a dog barking yeah. excessively that's, up there that's that's gonna pick up pain the ass Cool. Awesome. Give it a sec. It's probably freaking the DJ. old guy walking yeah. the dog again. That's the bark, and we know he's gonna circle around after going four houses. <laughs> We're usually pretty good. I've been mixing the audio differently recently, though, mm-hmm. where it balances out. And the problem is it picks up very sensitively stuff like even if he's barking upstairs now, yeah. whereas before it would only pick up if we were like right here. So that's kind of the, the catch 22 with it, I guess. All right. We're going to we'll pick up with square again. Start uh, that conversation over. OK, here we go. Uh, so uh, the kind of interesting <laughs> press conference of the of the week square enix they uh as you said they held us hostage they, they did they, no, no they, that was him he said they, that they had something that we wanted and they knew we couldn't leave and they just held us hostage and they showed us things that have been out forever and announced forever and i it was I, a blast it ended up being a blast because of you know our, our geekiverse group chat was just out in fire oh, yeah, we zinger are, after we zinger. Fun with that. it was so bizarre I don't know what to make of it. It's one of the oddest press conferences I've ever watched so, at E3. I, I've never seen a press conference flaunt so many games that had already released. They did it last year, too. Their their, their video you, package last year was worse. How, it was awkward last it year. It was like, awful. They show a few sh- uh, Tomb Raider trailers uh, that had just shown elsewhere. I, and it was they just, did, and they showed games, like super small games that were already released. It was just a video package. It was, it was, it was bad. It, it was the worst press conference that I've seen at E3 last year's Square. So but this year, this year they lead off with something that we really wanted, and they they basically the vibe early was they're going to end with Avengers because they could, know it. They yeah. know that we're going to sit there to watch all this crap to get to that point. Yeah, so we did, we did because we're suckers, but we love the Avengers. We also love, uh, for the most part, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. So we got. Um, a fair amount of, of trailer and gameplay with this. I, it, I think it looks really good looks from awesome. a cinematic standpoint. Yeah, I've never played Final Fantasy VII. I've actually never played a Final Fantasy game, period. Um, so this will probably be the first time I hop into any of the games. And yeah, it looks good. Looks, looks fun. I, I was very impressed by the demonstration. Yeah. I think um, visually it looks awesome. And I really like the game mechanics they're showing off. They're a good mix of uh, hack and slash combat, you know, fast paced combat, um, but then also some strategic elements to it, being able to switch off between characters, um, hitting weak points as opposed to just mashing away on any part of the body of an enemy. That boss fight I thought was a really, really good sequence. 
Yeah, um, I've, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Closest thing I've come to is Kingdom Hearts. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, this is probably not going to be for me, but I really, really appreciated it. I appreciated that they spent a good amount of time on it. Yeah, it was a lengthy demonstration. Yeah, yeah. They they should have with all the crap that we the got in the sandwich there. Right, yeah, probably. <laughs> and um, it's good. I I think for the most part, the consensus is Final Fantasy fans are happy with this. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I haven't seen much negativity on this at all. Um, we got the release date the night before we talked about, so that's coming. We kind of don't know what they're doing with the whole episodic thing though. We know that it's going to be episodic. They made it. They made reference to the fact that the game is so big it could fit on two Blu-ray discs, which was confusing. They didn't really tell us how much of the game that we're getting on this release date. <laughs> it's not like they're marketing it as like Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One is coming. Right. Around. It's just they're just saying that's the day. There's, it comes in a box and that's the game. But I don't it's get also how it could be episodic. episodic. Yeah. Right. Unless I guess they technically release all the episodes together. But then Damon Hatfield brought up. Uh, level capping yeah right? yeah like how is that going to work in between segments if it's actually broken up that way like i just hmm. don't know i have no idea you're just not allowed to play anymore the game, the game <laughs> stops <laughs> you can't do it anymore yeah like can you <laughs> right too, do yeah. you do a battle but you just don't gain experience That's anymore probably what they'll, do. they'll just cap it i mean right. it makes the most sense but weird it's a weird thing that you have to to deal with when you're taking taking an rpg and making it episodic it doesn't normally uh mix well but Still some mysteries there, yeah. to say the least. I'm fin- excited though. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII remastered coming this year. That was That's big news, right? Like that. This I do. One. Yeah, a lot of people were actually quite excited about I think that. It, I, so <laughs> I'm, again, I'm out of the Final Fantasy loop, but I follow a lot of people on Twitter who are big into it. It seems that like the consensus is they want it because it's never happened before, but it's also our least favorite Final Fantasy game. <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah, what I got out of it. Well, the, definitely the, mixed reactions on our Facebook over it. I'll the, say that. Yeah. the problem too is that Final Fantasy VIII—that's the direct sequel. Well, not the direct sequel, but that was the one that came out right after Final Fantasy VII. And Final Fantasy VII is like one of the most beloved video games ever, not yeah, just in the yeah. Final Fantasy franchise, ever, yeah. but like you know, Final Fantasy VIII then was the one that followed in the footsteps of one of the biggest games ever. It just could not live up to the same kind yeah, of hype. How do you sure. follow? It's just it doesn't happen. It wasn't wasn't a lot of like the like the issues with music and licensing and localization. Isn't that why? It's never been remastered. I think that's why it's from what I understand. It was also it was actually the fact that they never like Square Enix never backed it up oh, as I, the years went on. I, I've heard something like that. I don't know the data. They never advanced the data through the different cycles of consoles. They whatever they had was just based on what they had from the original PlayStation. Sure. So they couldn't remaster it without you know significant Lots work. work. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so it was definitely a big deal. Or like they, they couldn't just port it because they didn't have the same the same data from before. There yeah, I, I didn't uh, didn't anticipate that one, but that was that was good to see. We also got uh, Final Fantasy 16 expansion Shadowbringers. They got a, a release date. 14. 14. I was like, oh, four, I'm been, sorry. Did I miss a bombshell? Oh, man, yeah, right. <laughs> and now it's Final Fantasy 16. Um, 14, I thought it was yeah. 14, but we have 16 here. Oh, weird. We have uh, XVI. Oh. Should well, be XIV. We'll, we'll change that right away. Who did that? We'll change that right away. Yeah. Um, I was so like, you, I, was, I was pretty sure it was 14. Then I was like, so you read properly. I read the Roman numerals. Um, uh, forgive me, on but that. yeah, Final Fantasy 14. That game is still around. Uh, that's crazy. Still getting, <laughs> still getting updates, and still getting. We should release. It's a, that it's, as a, 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 a it's a very good we game. We all did. thought it was 16. That would be great. You know, when it first launched, it was horrible. That's why Square eventually just let um, the original version of it die. But then once A Realm Reborn came out, it's been a very, very solid MMO. Yeah, people love it. And it took a while. It took multiple tries for. Final Fantasy to deliver a very compelling multiplayer experience, but they've they've nailed it with Realm Reborn. Cool. So not to be confused with the Outlanders, we got an announcement for Outriders. We did. And this the heck is, is Outriders. 
Yeah, this is the was this the shooter from the makers of uh, Bulletstorm? Oh yeah, that was the shooter. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. I think yeah, uh, Bulletstorm and was it Gears? No, Some of the Gears team. They they announced that I can't well, remember Bulletstorm what the other did game. Gears. It was oh well was no no no. But what was the other game they said they did in addition to Bulletstorm before this? Uh, well, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I this felt like out of place with the rest of the conference just because it was so bizarre. Yeah, but. Uh, anyway, I, also I no gameplay, right? I think it was just no. all cinematic. If I'm remembering that right, it's like the theme of this year's E3, <laughs> with the exception of um, Watch Dogs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and then that, that kind of leads us to what was really, really exciting for for a lot of people out there. And I think this is going to be good for gaming because it's going to bring in a lot of new gamers. I think, uh, in addition to kind of taking care of longtime gaming fans. We got a wonderful, wonderful game in Marvel's Spider-Man PS4 last year. Now uh, we've got Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal. Uh, Crystal Dynamics, the team that worked on the first two Tomb Raider games uh, in this generation, and then uh, Montreal or Eidos Montreal did um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yep. So, uh, first reactions, first thoughts to this trailer, long anticipated, long awaited. What do we think? I'm I'm pumped. I mean, it's Avengers. It, it's a uh, it's- We've been waiting for we've been waiting for Marvel games to come to, or Marvel properties to come to, to games in a way like this for a while. Ever since we saw what the MCU was and what it could be, yep. we've been waiting for this. Spider Man delivered. This game looks really cool. Uh, I've got nothing but faith in uh, in Marvel and um, the guy the guys at Square to deliver a, a super cool game. I'm really really excited about it. Um, I, I we were recording about it last night. I, I was Man. out of breath. It just there's a, there's a lot to go through. Star studded cast. I can't believe. Uh, how they brought that cast together in in terms of just filming that for this presentation was a great move. First yeah, of all, I love that. I love that they're kind of get like shedding light on the cast. You don't really see that often in video games. Uh, that, that's huge in uh, the movie industry. Is you know you're putting yeah. your stars out in front of your movie and really marketing it that way. You don't see that in games, so it's cool to see uh, Marvel and Square do that. And that's important too because the um, the MCU, especially with with the Avengers movies, the uh, the actors and actresses that we've got are huge. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we got here. Yeah, for sure. So we got an Avengers game, and we've got some of the best, some of the most recognizable voice actors and actresses in gaming. Yeah, we've got the A-list for uh, video game voice actors, for sure. I'm a huge fan of Laura Bailey. Laura I've Bailey. loved everything she's done. Troy Baker, of course, is in everything. How yeah. could he not be in this? We've Nolan talked about him once today already, but yeah, he's going to be Bruce Banner. Um, we've got Nolan North as... Uh, I almost just said uh, Nolan North as Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. There's, yeah. there's no difference. So, yeah. So, Nolan North as Tony Stark, Iron Man. That that was awesome. I love this take on uh, on Tony Stark. I love the long hair in that part of the trailer. I love I love yeah. the vibe. Disheveled a bit, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, we, we saw the trailer. Some, some stuff went down. So, there's reason for that. But I just, I love the vibe. With the, with the original story here. Uh, it definitely took some influence from from the MCU, and look at the the team of heroes we have. Yeah. Uh, do we think Hawkeye is coming? By the way. Yeah, of course. Uh, they he talked has a lot. To, right? Yeah, they talked a lot about how you're going to have all sorts of different characters coming in the in the future. And, uh, yeah, why, why wouldn't they include Hawkeye? I don't know if he'll be like, the first person we see. I think there's some uh, some some bigger names out there to get people hyped, but maybe they'll just like sneak him in there. Interesting that we saw Hank Pym. Yeah, that was cool. That was right. really cool. Yeah. No, that definitely cements that they're doing their own story. They're not. They're taking influence yeah. from the MCU, but they're not straight adapting it. Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely a different universe, a different world. I think the big question is whether or not this ties into the universe uh, that Sony created. Not Sony, but uh, who developed uh, Insomniac? Uh, Insomniac. Yep. Yeah, with yep. the Spider-Man PS4. Uh, I think we all want that to be the case. <laughs> so Andrew Reiner, 
uh, Game Informer, he said, uh, he tweeted out that he had asked Square or Crystal, one of the two, I don't remember, about uh, if if this Earth was the same Earth that we saw in Marvel Spider-Man yep. with PS4, and he said he got a non-answer. So they're playing coy. You think that that's going to be a reveal? Yeah, I think maybe they're playing that close to the chest because they want that to be a story beat in the game. They want us to figure that out in the game, and then maybe some kind of tie-in. I don't know if maybe you'll see Spider-Man swing through uh, San Francisco, but maybe just some solid confirmation that he exists <laughs> and he's hanging out in the uh, the West Coast. Please, happen. East Coast. So also during uh, the... The game Spider-Man, you yeah. mentioned that you had saw this. Yeah, so someone tweeted about this and jogged my memory. Uh, when you take a picture of um, uh, Avengers Tower in New York in uh, Spider-Man PS4, there's some kind of like, at the time you thought was a throwaway line that says, um, oh, that's the Avengers Tower. Too bad they're not here. They're out in the West Coast right now. So, I mean, that that's almost seems like it's too perfectly planted to not be, you know. It's got to be. Yeah, so Come we'll, on. we'll see. Why, why wouldn't they? Why How could they not? Why wouldn't they do it? I mean. How could they not? I, uh, if they don't, it's okay, but man, do I hope that's all connected. I, what, what do we think about the, the, the appearance of the characters here? That's kind of had a joke on, on Twitter today. It's going to take a little while for me to get used to that. It's, it's, it's hard, jarring. Though. It is. It's How, jarring at you're first. You're not replacing, it's, they're not trying to replace, but you're not going to have an, it's an uphill battle to have anyone else be Iron Man, Cap, Black Widow, Bruce Banner, Thor nowadays. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, I, like, it's fine. I think if it was, it was any any other franchise, we wouldn't even think twice about it. I don't think they look great. I think even removed no, from I, that. No, I agree. I, I don't you know, think yeah. they look great, but I think it bothers me way less than a lot of people I out agree. there. I agree. Uh, Josiah, you and I made this comparison. It's jarring because they're obviously taking inspiration from the MCU, whereas, yeah. say, like, by comparison, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, that's very clearly doing its own thing. Completely different visual style, completely different inspiration and influences there. It's sure. not borrowing necessarily from the MCU films. So when you see the different character designs in that game, it's not quite as shocking yeah, as I think you they, see it here. Yeah, those are more animated games where they kind of lend themselves better to, like, the comic book designs. Right. Um, this is photorealistic, basically. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't think my issue was with the likeness in the MCU. I think it I think like Black Widow does not look good. Like her I agree. She's got like a weird five head going on and the hair it, just, it didn't work well. Um I thought uh, I thought You got uh, a six head. Calm down, buddy. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Slow um, your roll, Pavlock. Yeah, I, I thought that um Banner and I almost said RDJ again. What is his? What is Tony? He's Stark? synonymous. He's no, synonymous. He's the same. Man, he's, he's, the same. He's, he's solidified himself as Tony Stark. I think I think Tony Stark and Banner look great. Um, really good. Everyone else is just kind of weird. Cap looks a little weird. Got, I do agree that Widow looks weird. Widow. I think Cap's got a weird chest thing going on. Thor looks kind of like Fat Thor from Endgame. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not down on it. Uh, it's early. The game's not coming out for a while. We got. We got. A and lot they of said time. that was alpha footage. Yes. Exactly. So that's an early build. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not down on it because of the visual. No style and again to speak more about the uh you know the difference with the mcu i love the voice cast i love the way that yeah i love nolan as as tony and it, he sounds great he's got his own awesome style i'm super excited to see their direction so it's coming to ps4 xbox one pc stadia. and stadia on uh may 15th which is wonderful big big thing throughout e3 here lots of stuff coming to stadia yeah i like that more competition is good i can't wait to get my hands on that thing if, yep. it, if it can really deliver what it promises to deliver and i can just pop out a controller and hook it up and just be playing whatever i want on that laptop right there with no no hardware it's awesome that's what I, I said to jeff yesterday i was like it's really thrilling to think that i could play on a screen like this just on my couch exactly i, I think that's awesome let alone you could pop it on your tv as well for sure um so i i think that's probably going to be a pre-order for me the stadia 
Avengers definitely. Yeah. Like that's that's day one, no doubt about it. The, the one thing interesting about Avengers is the w- the way they're talking about like the the not even post launch, but the the future of, of this game. They're talking about first of all, it's going to be online co op if you want it to be. They do definitely use they use the term single player. It can be a single player game. You can play through this by yourself, but you have the ability to play with friends. Makes sense. Got a, got a lot of different characters going on, but they also talk about how they're going to be adding to the worlds um, all free, but new characters, new, I think they said new regions, entire regions. So I'm not sure what that looks like, whether it's like an online service game, like something like a destiny or if it's just free DLC and more story stuff. Interesting. If you can take on almost like raids or missions yeah. um, oh outside God, yeah. of the, the story, which I think would be cool. But first and foremost, it's gotta be somewhat like what we saw in Spider-Man, gotta nail a the contained story, story yep. in a box. That's uh, endearing, relatively long in in terms of time frame and then the scope's got to be there for me yeah you can't do what go back to my last example you can't do what destiny did and give us like a half a story with the promise of more story coming you know that's not okay you gotta make it feel complete self-contained this is marvel this is avengers we can't we shouldn't expect that they they just gave us the the biggest cinematic ride of a lifetime with the mcu we they they're going to deliver on this that we just need a little more details and see how it's going to work out stories at the center of that entire mcu and i think Hopefully, they're going to learn or, or take what they learned over there and put that here in, in kind of the Marvel Games universe. What are, we, what are they calling so it? So, the, the only thing I have is that if you look at the Funko Pops for the uh, Spider-Man PS4, yes. it says Marvel Gamerverse on it. I've been seeing that logo more and more. Have you? That's yes. the only place ah. I've seen it. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's, that's the only time I've seen that. Uh, but it's a thing. It's it's popped up more on more than one occasion recently since you uh, told me about so that. So, you've seen it a few times since I've seen yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, it's early. So, maybe they're not, like, overly branding yet to get people, you don't want to get sure. expectations up. When Iron Man came out, there was no MCU. That, 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 that's true. That became a thing when it became a thing. So Exactly. Um, I'm with you on that. I, I am hyped through the roof for this game. Me too. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat for a game. I, I have one rule for myself in terms of enjoyment. Uh, Thor's uh, Mjolnir needs to feel like the Leviathan Axe. It, the Leviathan oh, Axe is it can't be feel as good better. As that? It can't feel better. It can't. I. I it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be tough because that's man. That's that's one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. Um. So, any wrapping up thoughts on on Avengers here? I think we I think we got that good. I'm excited uh, too. PS4 Pumped. are gonna get. Uh, it sounds like some exclusive content. They oh, said yeah. exclusive perks. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it later, but. So uh, more details to follow on that. Uh, we want to jump into Nintendo. Uh, so the last conference here, Nintendo Direct. Today, this morning. Yeah. Afternoon for us. Yes. Uh, Afternoon for us, yeah. right? Pavlak, if you want to lead off. Yeah. Uh, they started off with uh, not a game, but a announcement of the next, uh, what do you call it? Super Smash Brothers DLC character. And then they also almost, almost ended with another announcement of a Super Smash Brothers DLC character before they hit us with the bombshell to end all bombshells for E3. I was confused. I'm like, I thought they did end with it. Right. No, No, they they sure didn't. Um, But they started off with the next Super Smash Brothers DLC character, which is going to be the hero from Dragon Quest. That was expected, right? Yeah, that was rumored for a while. That was like a shoo-in from what I saw. Right. There was talked about that for a while. In fact, there's talk that, and especially after today, I feel like that's solidified. Every DLC character for Smash Brothers Ultimate is a third-party character. That makes sense. It's not Nintendo characters. Who who don't you have in Smash? That's the thing at this point. Like, they've really covered, aside from like, like Waluigi, which everybody is yeah, still that, that's clamoring for. Right. It, it really is. It's kind of taken on a life of its own. Yeah. 
Um, but I really like the hero from Dragon Quest, especially because like the alternate skins for him are the different heroes from throughout the games. Ah. So instead of like just a different costume, you know, like different color for his costume, it's going to be the hero from the very first Dragon Quest or the one from Dragon Quest 8, the one from Dragon Quest 9. See, I thought this was Android 17. So no, yeah, I know, right? Well, hey, it's Kira Toriyama. Yeah. That's why like some people have been joking. It's like, oh, Goku finally made it into Smash almost. Some, uh, yeah. So that was cool. I, I really like him being in there. And then as they show toward the end of the conference, um, the other DLC character released, uh, revealed today was Banjo-Kazooie. That's a big one. That's a really cool I one. I did catch feel that like. and I was I, like, what? I have no tie to Smash or to Banjo, but I know how big this is for fans of both of those things. Right. And it's, and it's yeah. again, just like a, it's like the... The, the, represent- the representation of Microsoft and Nintendo really extended the yes, olive branch one more to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the potential for what other characters we could see, just based on the fact that that's real, we can we could see anything. There's nothing that's off to, off the table right now for uh, Smash characters. Yeah. Um, and then for as far as release days for that, we're getting the Dragon Quest Hero sometime this summer, summer. and then Banjo Kazooie sometime in the fall. Yep. So we won't be waiting too, too long for them. And it, it, just like with Joker, uh, exclusive stage for each one, and then exclusive music, too, music right? tracks, and then, ex- uh, what do you call it, brand new spirit battles um, with them as well. I, I saw this on Twitter. Don't know any names. Don't know anything about Banjo, but apparently the original composer is back for uh, the guy who did those games. Yeah. that He's doing the music for this as well. That's really cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, music is so big for Smash. I mean, that soundtrack is the soundtrack to end all soundtracks. You can just go in and play. There's like a music player, yeah. right? Like you can just use it as an iPod. There's, it's literally hundreds of different tracks from a Across God knows how many franchises. Maybe I'll buy that game one of these days. It's oh, you you'll love it, man. Boat. Yeah, you'll love it. Never been a fighting guy. Never, never been a Smash guy. Every time I've ever tried to play Smash, I'm with friends who are just super good at it. I'm yeah, like, throw the control. <laughs> that can definitely ruin the experience if it's you're playing with a competitive Smash player. We're out of here. It's 2019. <laughs> I feel like if Pavlok somehow were to have played it less, I would have felt the need to like pick up those hours. Yeah, but he's played it so much for both of us that I just haven't gotten there yet. It's all good. I don't know. One day I will. I keep Maybe. telling myself you, uh, you would need some items to beat me if we were playing. If we're playing no items, Final Destination, Dude, I, you're done. Not e- I'm not even going to entertain that. This isn't like Mario Kart where I'd be way better than you. That's a whole Ooh. different story. Oh, that's real funny. <laughs> I want that is Mario real Kart funny, you guys. You know, Maybe, you don't. actually we'll, no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll switch after this. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I've always said I'm going to beat Pavlok. We haven't played since I've made that statement. Well, we did once. I didn't win. Of course you did. Uh, well, I mean, it was close. I <laughs> finished ninth or tenth, and he finished first. Of course oh, you no, did. Tomato. Uh, but Crash Team Racing is a different story, my friend. Right. Yeah, that's where I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to be yeah eating Whoa. my just <laughs> dead. Yeah. Uh, or continue. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, announcing uh, the Dragon Quest Hero and Smash was what led them into just a little bit mo- uh, more detail for what do you call it? Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of Elusive Age. I didn't know you put that S. That logo. It's the most confusing logo I've ever seen. Yeah, I know, it's right? Like the entire thing centered, and then the S is just a huge S next to all mm-hmm. of it. It can, it can apply to any line, right? But this is the definitive edition yeah. um, coming out internationally. Then for the Switch, finally, it's only been on PlayStation Four, and then the 3DS version was only in Japan. Okay, but a lot of those features are coming over to this. So like all of those like uh, 16-bit graphics like that mode of it is going to be in this there's uh and brand new or uh orchestral track in here there's some new characters new mounts like monsters that you can ride on also a brand new story mode of, of some kind in there uh probably just like a really really big side quest from what i'm guessing cool. but i'm really excited for this I'll, I'll definitely be getting it on switch that's coming out on i believe september 27th which is the end of a crazy crazy couple of weeks for the switch between yeah. astral chain 
and I'm, I'll you'll spoil some of what we're already going to talk about. Here. Yeah, Link's Awakening and Damon X Machina, all within those few weeks of each other. Uh, Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance three. That's July. in July. Yeah, yeah. It comes beforehand. You no, know, the whole summer. Wolfenstein yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, oh, yeah, yeah. Super uh, Mario Maker two. Dude, the Switch summer is, is yeah. just nuts for the Switch going from. The Switch end really of, hasn't calmed down in terms of releases. No, it's it's, it's been molten pretty pretty much from the start from the time it released. It's hard enough when. Uh, the fall gaming season, the holiday season, if you will, you know, kind of creeps into August. Now it's creeping into July. Yeah. It's just, there's no season anymore. There's just, no season. Uh, we're at the point around. where you can yeah. put your game out anywhere, and if you market it well, it's going to it's gonna do fine. There's no yeah. lull. There used to be a summer drought. Not no more. We used to... Uh, oh, that's awesome. We still do on Geek Scott Game. We'll, we'll typically go back 10 and 20 years and look at releases oh, for cool. that month. And uh, it, it was painful the last few months here from April to uh, till now, really. Yeah. Start and, talking about board games. <laughs> yeah, there, there's just nothing. Um, and then 10 years has been okay, and now, obviously, there's just games, games, games. There's oh, no I'm time sorry. to play them all. So, uh, what else you got, Puff? Next big one they talked about was Luigi's Mansion 3. That is I'm excited. most anticipated game. Yeah? Ever. Like, that, that maybe that's okay. that's all. It might, might be hyperbolic, but that game, I can't wait for. I cannot wait. I was very impressed by the demo they showed here. Slamming. I, th- I think is so cool. I think the game actually looks a lot better than I anticipated. Yeah. Uh, it's set in some kind of haunted man. Uh, sorry, not hotel. haunted mansion. It's a hotel actually. Yeah. Um, but it, the the new features they showed off here were really cool. The environments look a lot bigger than I was anticipating. That's too. what I was gonna say. So it seems to be more of like a not open world, obviously, but right. like one big location rather than like uh, Dark Moon, where you were back to like a hub world. Yes, select your new place. Seems like it's just one, you know, one big location, more like the first one. A lot of co op elements we're seeing in this, yeah, like yeah. co op in the actual story mode. But then, Luigi. yeah. Just so clever. No, my personal favorite though is the scare scraper. Oh yeah, yeah. That I don't think I caught that. I think that. Well, no, that's the name of this new like online or local multiplayer mode. Yep. It's it's just it's similar to what we saw in Dark Moon, where you're going floor to floor, uh, taking out as many enemies as you as you can, working together, gathering as many rewards as you can. Um, but they said yeah, that'll be online as well. I just I, I just love the name Scare Scraper. Yeah, I thought the stupidly gu- clever. The Gooigi mechanic looks cool for even just for the uh, single player stuff. No, absolutely. Like go places you can't. Like it's almost like an alternate version of Luigi who can't be hurt. Definitely heavy on multiplayer for this one. It looks sure. like. No more heroes three. Oh, yeah, I actually had another one before then. But oh, yeah, definitely. Um, no More Heroes 3, I'm stupidly excited for. I've been waiting for another one of those for years. Last one came out. So Wii, those are Wii games, right? Yes. Last one was 2010. Wasn't that Orig- like the, Original Wii. Wasn't the whole thing like it was motion control? It was the, not. No? No. And actually, I think that worked out for the better with it because the motion control was used conservatively in that. You only okay. used it for like your finishing moves. Like if you were either killing someone with a slash or if you were doing the wrestling moves, like all the suplexes and body slams and what, stuff what like I that. Meant more was like wasn't that one of the games that did motion well like yes it did it definitely did the what like the best part about it though was that the depending on what angle you held the wii remote at you would attack at different levels so you would do like low attacks mid attacks high attacks and that mixed up combat very well especially for the boss battles um i will be interested to see if any of that translates over to this you know to this new one on switch they They do but you know they can't no one plays like that i I think they'll just keep it right tried tried to make you do it but we we all figured out how to do the the exact motion controls no i i was really really pumped that was rumored recently that there was going to be no more heroes 3 coming soon and i'm really really pumped to see that coming out yeah i think i only owned a wii for a month and a half so i don't never got to those ones (laughs) i definitely recommend them they are wild they are over the top but they are super super fun games we'll see what's if you ever try I believe they use my likeness for that. I know, right? I see it. <laughs> I, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I, no, no big deal. I'll cut you a check. That's yeah, fine. Okay. Cool. You're good. I'm good. All right. Cool. I'm over it. 
the um the big surprise well keep going fellas the uh okay yeah he's gonna go grab a dog that is barking <laughs> relentlessly outside but the, the ball. The, probably the biggest shock it, it almost arguably even more so than the zelda reveal was that we got a dark crystal game coming out based on do you ever see that movie the dark crystal it was jim henson okay i got nothing on this entire conversation never mind then i'll I'll, I'll lead this one but it's dark crystal has a prequel series coming out on netflix in august i saw the netflix logo yeah it's it's gonna be a prequel to a movie by jim henson from the 80s it's the movie was all puppetry and animatronics, no CGI. Yeah. And what's really cool is that this upcoming Netflix series now, again, almost no CGI. Same thing, what's all, all practical? It's, yep, all practical, all you know, puppets, uh, animatronics. The trailer looked awesome. It's like, it, beautiful. It looked really, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Right, and, and like I said, like there's no, there, you don't see special effects like that nowadays. For sure, everything it's is just, CGI it's to so some easy extent to do nowadays. Right, so uh, but that they, you know, really were dedicated to using practical special effects for the, like they said, almost ninety percent of this upcoming series. Very cool. Really, really cool. But now we got a game coming out, and it's called uh, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance Tactics. Yeah. So it's basically like Final Fantasy Tactics. It's grid based yep. strategy RPG, um, playing is all the various races, creatures, and characters um, cool that we'll see, see at this. Uh, cool to see Netflix getting into games. Like they're, yeah. They're licensed, getting some stuff out there. They're getting their logo on a couple of game trailers with the Stranger Things and with this. It's, uh, and I like it. apparently it is Switch exclusive. I haven't heard anything else about this coming out for another uh, system. Okay. It's going to launch sometime this year, but I, I thought that was really, really cool. Nobody had that in there. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, but I was, uh, I was interested for sure. Yeah. Um, next thing they showed was the, more of the Link's Awakening remake. Oh my god, I'm so, so into this game. September 20th for that. I'm not feeling it. No. Yeah. Oh my. It's it's very it's very divisive. Josiah, yeah, Josiah and I talked about this. Like, I, I kind of blew his mind that it was a Zelda game that Dude, I'm not that big on. on. Did I just like step backed out into a different dimension? What's going on here? I know. Right? Well, you hit the wrong door. Sorry. Yeah. Go down <laughs> to the other. All right. Uh, I mean, it's not that I don't like Link's Awakening. It's probably, in my opinion, the best 2D Zelda game. Okay. I just don't like this art direction. I, that's I, that's it, I knew that would be divisive. Yeah. It, it is different. I'm all about it. I, see, I don't think it's divisive because I feel like I'm in the minority. No, Everybody is crazy about I, this I've game. I've seen a lot of people. Like, okay. It looks a little too shiny, a little too plasticky for me. I've seen that, for sure. The, the general Zelda community is in love with this. Yeah. So um, maybe that's where I'm seeing the minority. I adore it. I think it's really cool. I didn't play the Game Boy version. Um, I, you know, this game looks i'm all in you think it's I, the best 2d zelda game really i probably yeah I, f- I think it's probably the best 2d zelda game between worlds included oh yeah yeah i'm i wasn't that big on a link between worlds wow, i was i actually think it's kind of one of the weaker zelda games our zelda opinions are off well i'm also of the belief that even at its best 2d zelda is the minor leagues and 3d zelda is the majors okay i'm not i'm not deep in my zelda i've only played a couple okay um breath of the wild is my favorite game where are you on breath of the wild I still loved it, but it doesn't touch Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess. We're not gonna we're not gonna start a new podcast. Yeah, we probably I'm uncomfortable. This this was this conversation we're having right now is almost identical to when we recorded with Jeremy White of WGR. Really? Because he he loved Breath of the Wild like pretty much everybody who played it. But I said, well, you know, I gave it a nine point two five out of ten. He's like, wait, you didn't give it a ten? He goes, I was like, no. Why didn't you guys give that a ten? Yeah. And I was kind of caught off guard, but I was like, well, here's some of my gripes with it. It's just, he, it was like he had never heard those before. It, for me, like it, it did something that a game has, has not done to me since I was a kid. Like it made me for pull out pen and paper, start writing stuff down in terms of like shrine, shrine locations where I have to go back to like an open world game has never made me discover things the way that did. I, 
Different podcast, but I do need to jump back into yeah. that. Like I, I so need to jump back into it. I've got the pro controller now as well. That's another thing. Oh yeah. Oh sure, sure. Just, yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, that completely can change I, the tenor I, of that. Huge, huge fan of Breath of the Wild. I think it has the single best overworld of any video game, and I think it has the best mechanics of any Zelda game. But it's missing story, unique dungeons, and enemy variety. I love bosses the are just terrible in there. Lo- yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the beasts were okay. I love the shrines. I think that the I think that's why I like this so much more than other Zelda games I've tried. I like the bite-sized shrines. I was a huge fan of just like, cool. I'm in oh, me too. I like those too. Yeah. So but I, 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 I was I missing it. my forest temple, my fire temple. Okay. The, the guardian beast just didn't quite See, do it for I me. I kind of agree with John. Divine beast, that my aspect. bad. Not, and I'm by no, I'm not even close to being a Zelda expert because I've oh, only played, I've only played Breath of the Wild. Oh, wow. uh, that's it. Three completely different spectrums here. Yeah, I, mean, I'm like, I think I'm closer to that spectrum than I am of yours. I've, I think I've only like really messed around with like three or four Zelda games. Okay, yeah, you are what's, closer what's, to him yeah. then. Yeah. Really funny but is... I'm really interested. I'm in, in the series. double digits, <laughs> just, yeah. just about. With like, I feel like with Jeff in particular... like I Sorry, always, I meant like 20s, not double digits. Like, I played every single sure. Zelda game. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like stuff because he does. So like Zelda, I wanted to get into because you know how passionate he is about it. Yeah. Same with Godzilla. Like we just uh, went oh, and saw yeah. Godzilla a few, uh, a few weeks back. Because I like I know how much he loves it, so I just wanted to be there on opening night, if nothing else, almost for like emotional support. So like I, I it's funny, like you, I, I think, and that's kind of not to go off on a tangent, but the Geekiverse. Oh, we're on a tangent. Uh, well, we're yeah, we're we're, tangent, we're, we're law tangent, down. So, like, that's two fine. Tangents. That's fine. So like all, all of our passions kind of hopefully spur on your passions for what you like, or maybe introduce you to something you didn't. Yeah. Previously, jump into that's kind of what I've done with with Jeff with those two in particular, but. And while I will say that I'm still not crazy hyped for Link's Awakening, I am gonna still probably buy it because some of the new stuff they showed for it is really cool. The um, the Dungeon Maker of option is really well, yeah, that too, Come that on. too. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Dungeon Maker is really really neat in this. Uh, basically, you take the rooms, parts, features, enemies, and such of all the dungeons you com- uh, you have completed up to that point, and you can rearrange it into your own dungeon. So that'll be neat. Um, they also announced a, uh, an amiibo for it. Yeah, which it, it. If you add to it, you can have a Dark Link follow you through dungeons. Oh, really? And like basically, basically hunt you down like uh, Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. That's cool. And when you ki- if you manage to kill him, you get a lot of rewards or See, something like I've that. But that's kind of amiibos, neat. but I just have them for, for aesthetic sake. I never use them for games. I, I haven't <laughs> taken any. Well, I've only ta- I've that, taken yeah. two out of their boxes. Oh, yeah. I, all my other ones are just sitting unopened on my bookshelf. Or- no, oh, God, I wish I had the money for that. <laughs> I, I know somebody who has complete set. It's insane. Oh my gosh, I, I do. That's great. But I oh do, my gosh, the coolest one I probably have is a. It was a Monster Hunter one. Actually, it was from Monster Hunter Stories on the 3DS. It's the monster Barioth with its rider, and it's from Japan. Oh, I don't think it ever actually released in America. So that one I'm kind of proud of. Awesome. Oh, it's cool. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> you know, straight from Japan, you guys we talked about that yet. No. What was okay. he point? Was we he have not. To? No. He wanted to make sure okay. he, he didn't miss. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, news. gotcha. Uh, but I just, speaking, I of, have a lot to say about that one. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, let me know when we get to it. Oh, y'all know. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Spe- but speaking of you know coming out of Japan, Trials of Mana was announced for uh, the Switch, and it also will be coming to PlayStation Four and PC, I believe. That is going to be a remake of a Mana game that never released outside of Japan. Uh, so Trials of Mana is based on a game called Seiken Densetsu Three, which, like I said, never came out of Japan. It was um, on Super Nintendo all the way back in 1995, I believe. But this is getting a remake for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC from the ground up. I mean, it might as well be a brand new game. It's fully HD, completely doing the textures and all that. I think it looks really, really cool. I haven't played a Mana game in a hot minute, but I'll be excited for this. 
And if you and if you're like me, you haven't played a mana game in a while. They have all three mana games coming out on Switch eShop later today. I don't know if they're already out by the time we're recording this. Is Secrets of Mana a thing? Yes. I, I uh, so I've heard those words before. Right. So the three games in question here are Final Fantasy Adventure. Secret of Mana, and then also the original Japanese version of this Trials of Mana, all, right. all coming out on Switch wow. eShop. Like I said, I don't know if they're out quite yet, but they said later today I, at the yeah, time okay. of the press conference, so cool. probably by this point. I'm excited for those, so that would be fun. Um, the next one was, it's a port, but it's a stupidly impressive port. I still don't know how they're getting this on how? Switch. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Definitive Hello. Edition. All right, enter Enter me. I <laughs> and this is a physical release, no less. It's not even streaming. How it's many a, cartridges? I, I I cannot understand six. how they're six. <laughs> I have the press release here. Six. No, I'm just. No, it's one. It's I one. cannot. I, I just okay, cannot no, fathom how they're getting this so on the Switch. We assume there's a download required, right? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, because if, if they're yeah, if one. Mortal Kombat 11 had one, this is absolutely uh, going to have one. So I have the press release for this. Uh, Witcher Three Wild Hunt Complete Edition coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, let me read a little bit of what the collection looks like. So it's very impressive. Um, in addition to the game card housing the entirety of the complete editions content. I was waiting for that. What? Oh, yeah. I'll read it again. So in addition to the game card housing the entirety of the complete editions content. What? <laughs> uh, the box will also come with a set of physical goodies. Uh, the Witcher. What year is it? I physical don't goodies in a box the witcher you <laughs> it better be a cardboard box like n64 games oh were. my god that'd be w- sick i've got a picture uh, so the, w- the witcher universe compendium game map and stickers okay. is this the last is- map i got in a game was grand theft auto 5 is this a special edition or Skyrim? for all of them Did- i didn't buy skyrim uh, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> is this a special edition or is this just for is this every this every- is just the game just the uh, nintendo switch complete edition sweet so, uh, the Witcher 3 cool. Wild Hunt is the first game from the franchise, as we know, to be released on a Nintendo console, introducing the series to a brand new audience, as well as giving anyone who of who's already played Geralt of Rivia's final adventure a chance to experience it again on the go. The release of the game on Nintendo Switch is also bound to further cement Wild Hunt's status as the best-selling title of the franchise, which currently makes for more than half of the series' 40 million copies sold. Makes sense. Yeah. Pretty freaking awesome. That's just, I mean, like... I'm so it, happy it you guys just, said that about the cartridge. It, it blows my it. mind. I just can't believe the achievement. That is nuts, man. I know, right? Like it, that. That's that's what it's going like to be. Like, it, it, it'll look just fine, but like Josiah and I were saying, how is it going to run? So yeah. I, I I think it's going to be fine. Right. I do. It's just, I don't that's think that just stupidly would, impressive. They, they got to hit 30. That's but really it. That is a technical achievement between, that I never thought possible. <laughs> I can't wait for the Digital Foundry video on that one. I'm going to dive in and see like how they make right. that happen. That'll be cool. Definitely. Between Nintendo and CD Projekt Red, I don't think they're putting that onto the Switch unless it's going to be a quality title because it right. is such... And, you know, maybe Nintendo helped them out with it. Because Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo are yes. masters at compressing they their games, so they probably helped them out. It is unreal, in a way, to imagine we're sitting here in 2019 on a handheld system that is wonderful for a number of reasons, but can house uh, Skyrim and The Witcher 3. This, yeah, this and is And Breath of the Wild, which was a Wii right. U. That's that, was, your- that was a console Wii U game. Yeah. I mean, that's those three games. Are you kidding me? What a time to be a gamer. I say it every week. Uh, here we are. Uh, but I love The Witcher 3. It's a game, uh, so I was watching the Kind of Funny Games yeah. talk about Witcher, and a lot like Andy, he's played uh, maybe 30 hours. I think that's... That, that's where I'm at, too. That, yeah. Same. I, I think got, a lot of people are. You just get overwhelmed. There's too many question marks on the map, and I don't know how to... I can't do it anymore. It's beautiful. Exactly. I like the story. Like, Geralt... Um, however, I always... I get distracted. I go elsewhere. Um, it is intimidating, but... 
if I can take it on the go. Yeah, if I can just chip away like 10 minutes at a time you know, and then also dump in a couple hours when I want to, that's, yes. that's huge, man. Portability is king for uh, me. And I'm not saying these two games are necessarily comparable, but I have always far more enjoyed the Witcher franchise than I have the Elder Scrolls franchise. Sure. Just me. Never. However, cannot wait to get that on Switch. That's going to be something I'm picking up again. This is just like Persona for me. I have not dividend. I, I own the Persona 5 like deluxe edition for, P, for PS4. I love the Persona <laughs> franchise, but I just want it on handheld. Once I knew the Switch was a thing, I was like into Persona. I'm like, wait a minute. This might come to Switch. I'm just going to wait. And it hasn't happened. I want that game on Switch so bad. Same thing with Witcher 3. I stopped playing Witcher 3. It being on a handheld is a game changer for me. I'm going to play that game a lot, and I'm going to probably finish it. I had a list of games uh, from my backlog that I really am impressed I was able to chip down. I got all the way down. I I had a a shelf worth of games. Got down to Witcher 3 and Fallout 4. I was trying to do this before Daisy was born, knowing that my time was going to go out the window. So Witcher 3 is where I, I basically played the game through twice, the same segment. Because I played it when it came out, lost track, and then I wanted to start over again. So, uh, again, I'll be playing it on the Switch. Anyway, a back le- to you. A less impressive game being ported to the Switch is Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6. No. <laughs> they Can announced it. This. I admit, I, oh, so, yeah. I didn't watch I'm the de- whole press conference I'm dead here. serious. They buried the announcement with that, with that like weird trailer for these kids playing Resident Evil, the original one, which has been out on Switch for a while now. Yeah, they spent. It's almost I, like they made that and forgot to publish it. When they made, they're like, "Oh shit, we still have. Like, we should use this." Sorry. I was really hoping it would be Resident so, Evil Two remake I, yeah, on Switch. Was. Oh man, that yeah. awesome. I was I was really keeping my fingers believe, crossed. Like, oh my gosh, admit. So my but, disappointment would have been through the roof. Yeah, but it's, if it, I thought it was two and then it was five and six, are you? But instead, we got five and six. So, <laughs> I, I don't know if we've talked about this. We've talked about this extensively. The only Resident Evil experience I have is six. Okay, that's you not good. You poor, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. He, no, he's it's horrible. Po- <laughs> it's, it's, it was like a moral thing. I have a problem with not finishing games. It's a little bit OCD, but a little bit completionist to a point. Mm. Anyway, uh, I kind of like so years back, I picked up Resident Evil six real cheap for a number of reasons and i texted jeff and i was like is it okay if i don't finish this game like that's fine right and he was basically like i'm surprised you made it this far yeah should have started it it's embarrassing but resident evil 2 remake is something i've long wanted to jump into yeah i'm definitely gonna do that i I didn't play resident evil 2 either i think the only real resident evil games i've played are five six and seven so i haven't played any of these super old ones you haven't played four have not played four you need to man i didn't play four one of the greatest games of all time. I hear that. I hear that. I have a lot of holes in my, my gaming backlog. It's all good. I'm a, we are very similar gamers. This came up uh, yesterday. So many random things missing from... Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we have a lot in common. Gaming tastes and everything. Yeah. What we do and don't play. <laughs> right. And like the Resident Evil 5, 6 announcement kind of hair was in the middle of a bit of a stretch where Nintendo wasn't announcing a lot of brand new stuff during yeah. their conference. They had showed um, more Fire Emblem Three Houses, which continues to look amazing. I cannot wait for that release. That'll on. be my first Fire Emblem game. Oh, sweet. Awesome. That's was, another great, great, great series. Yeah. I definitely recommend to get into. That's July 26th, so I'm super pumped we're, for that. We're, def- we're doing a sleepover this that week. Oh, old boy. School. Going old school, huh? Yeah, we're, we're going to do that because Fantastic. there's so much. Because we've got to play Wolfenstein Co-op oh, if it kills yeah. me. Marvel Ultimate Alliance I'm going to want to play. And while I'm playing that, you can play Fire Emblem. Right. That. There you it's go. It's going to be old school. It's going to be great. Let's see. Contra Road Corps was announced. That's apparently a brand new Contra game, Dude, but it's not quite side-scrolling. That game looks bad. Yeah, I. That game doesn't look good. Kind of no. funny. I was watching them. Uh, they were saying the same thing. Yeah. They were like, "That does not look good." Like Dude. the Contra collection looks awesome because I love Contra I, games, and like, like you know, two well, T two D Contra is some of the best, some of the best you know challenging games you can get. But it's rare that Road Course look E, good. yeah, uh, looking a lot better though is Damon X Machina. Yo, that looks dope. Yep. 
did uh, did you play the demo? I did. Uh, yeah. Awesome, right? Was I, I was really I was really impressed by that. Me too. And apparently everything they were uh, the developers were on the Nintendo Treehouse Live afterwards, and yeah. they said that pretty much all of the input they got from fans who played the demo, they're incorporating into the game. They're uh, fine tuning the the controls a bit. Uh, they're adding gyro aiming, so there is some kind of motion control involved with it. If you want to use that for aiming, which I think, hey, more options, it's huge. The better it, it, when you're playing handheld Switch with those little Joy-Con, uh, yeah, those, those little thumbsticks, like. The, the motion control aiming is clutch. Yeah, so that, that'll definitely be helpful there. And I think that game looks really, really cool. Uh, it was fun. Finally got its release date now, September 13th. Cool. So I, I think I mentioned that earlier. But yeah, that, stuff sorry. we got to put together <laughs> a calendar. Oh, I have one. I can invite you guys. Perfect. Uh, I have I have a iOS calendar that I add stuff to. Let's like let's do it. People on there. So let's do that and let's put let's we're we're gonna have to publish an article just for uh, the rest of this year and then I'd say a separate one for 2020. Yeah. Even right. just uh, Windows at this point. Tons of games coming out, man. My gosh. The Switch continues to be stacked. They showed more Pokemon Sword and Shield, Dude, uh, but. I, yeah. So the they didn't so they didn't show much during the conference, but did, no. you, did you watch the, the Treehouse? Yes. The game looks so cool, man. I'm really excited now. I'm a Pokemon fanboy. Like I am literally like put Pokemon on anything, I'm gonna buy it twice. Like it's that's it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. That initial reveal like a couple months ago, I was excited for it, but now this one they had just before E three then, that really won me over. I think for the sure. game looked dramatically more impressive after Agreed. that. And then seeing it in action at the treehouse, I was I was blown away. Yeah, this yeah. looks like the you know, the open world kind of three D Pokemon we've all wanted for a long time. It's crazy how how much of a difference camera control really does it, to yeah, a game like big that. Big time. I mean it makes it feel like it's just a huge open world game, even though it kind of always has been. But yeah. now you get a little more control to see uh, see what's going on. Super excited. Uh, I'm even more excited though for Astral Chain. I I'm stupidly pumped for this game now. Uh, it's from Platinum Games, who does the Bayonetta games. Uh, it's it's almost like Blade Runner meets Bayonetta. It's interdimensional cyberpunk action game. Uh, it's not the first time we've seen it. They revealed it at a Nintendo Direct earlier this year, but they showed off a brand new trailer now at this E3. This is a new IP from them, right? Yes, yeah. it's a completely brand new IP. I think it looks amazing. Coming so, out August thirtieth. So they. It, you're upset that no Bayonetta threes here, but yeah. Alternatively, because they're working I, on yeah, possibly. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting a little worried about Bayonetta three. It's been a year and a half now. We have not heard a peep about Thinking it. Metroid Prime four. Uh, uh, that's my concern. Yeah. It, it, this is such a long stretch where we have not heard a that's word what about I'm it. For yeah, and I want Bayonetta three so bad, but I'm starting to get a little worried about that. Yeah, uh, you know, if Astral Chain has got to fill the void between now and then, so be it. Do they have multiple studios working on? Uh those games or yeah platinum has a, a few different segment yeah arcane studios does it in, yeah yeah now i'm questioning everybody <laughs> <laughs> and also remember i mean as much as platinum games does with nintendo they're also developing for the other consoles you know they've worked oh, yeah. well with sony in the past that so. was a silly question they put out they put out so yeah. many games in the I, last i've always wanted nintendo to scoop them up as a second party developer and yeah. just have them develop exclusively for them but that's not the case uh, what was they showed off some uh, what do you call it more all Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Black looked, Order did it, is it me or did it look better did this look it, yeah it I like definitely think the better. graphics were upped a little bit for this trailer when we first saw it was it last year E3 I believe was the reveal in that one you no know, it was, Game it was Game yeah, that's what it was it, it looked a little choppy and it, it looked, did I'm like man this doesn't look very good it looked much better today yeah I'm more that was probably alpha it footage it like a glorified yeah. telltale game at first to me for sure <laughs> which did is you, not saying much no did you see the new trailer no it's, it looks better I, uh, there's a lot I have to catch up on with the Nintendo Direct. I'm going to watch the whole thing when we're done here. Yeah, good uh, but yeah, I, I'm really into that game. I'm really excited for it. I can't wait for it. That's, That'll be fun. Yeah. I, uh, yeah I'd like that. to get my hands on it before I decide if I want to buy it or not. We'll see. Uh, you can try mine because I'm definitely buying it. Sounds good. <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule got a release date coming out in literally two days from the time we're recording this. So Super June 13th. Weird. Yeah. 
Thursday, then, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. June 13th is going to be a Thursday? No. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I, my dates are all, so I'm like, all over the place. What a weird, what yeah. a weird release date. But I'm excited for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually more excited for that than I am the Link's Awakening wow. remake. I know that sounds probably sacrilegious to Zelda fans, Blast but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. It looked cool. This guy. Crypt of the Necrodancer was a fun little game, and I just I love the concept. Yeah. Do you see some of the names for the bosses? I think so it's them. it's go maracas instead of goma oh. and she's holding like giant maracas as you fight her instead of the armos knights is the guitar most knights so it's just i just That's love great. the stupid fun puns like in that. here and all that cool. um, i just i think it'll be really fun I'm you could play something it. like that exists and yeah nintendo will mess around with their ip now it's so neat like the studio wanted to do this and they approached nintendo just kind of on a whim hey yeah. can we use zelda in this game and, and nintendo was like yeah sure and that like the studio was like what they, they like how so neat different. is how neat is that that this tiny little indie developer gets to handle zelda yeah that, i mean like 10 years ago nintendo was not oh, yeah, okay. not playing fast and loose with those ip no nintendo was a corporate shark back in the day yeah very very close to disney with with, with those ip you don't you don't mess around with that kind of stuff but yeah, not at all I'd like to see that they're branching out no me too uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games 2020 Tokyo. Well, kind of fun. Is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I thought some of the mini games look way better than I remember any of the other ones looking. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I'll try it out. I, I'm always good for like a, a good mini game compilation. And I mean, you know it's coming, yeah. especially with the Olympics coming up. Yeah, it, 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 the Olympics set in Tokyo, no less. So mm-hmm. this was this was bound to happen. Oh yeah, I can't miss. Uh, finally, finally, Animal Crossing. We got shown off. I'm so I'm so mad it's delayed. Yeah, I know a lot of people who are pumped, who are bummed about that. I was hoping this game was going to be like a summer release. Right. I was really expecting like a real this like an Ori and the Will of the Wisp situation for me. My own expectations, no reason to think that. Well, it did say 2019, but I thought it was going to be soon. Super bummed. I I just want to fish. All I want to do is catch fish, man. And I don't want to bust out my 3ds. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to admit, I, I I haven't dabbled with Animal Crossing quite as much as like you have. Yeah. This one seems a lot more elaborate. Like yeah, you, like this is almost like Harvest Moon meets Animal Crossing. Like you're basically building your own town. It feels like it is. That's what you're doing. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So that's I, I like you like you said, bummed that it's getting delayed, but it still looks impressive nonetheless. It's just such a chill game. Like once you once once Animal Crossing clicks for you, it's just like a different. It's next level. I'm not saying that it will for everybody, but if it does, it's a it's a game that you don't want to put down and you just sink so much time into just mindless stuff. Yeah, really cool. And it's been a while too since we've had one. I think New it's least. six years yeah. since. New yeah, Leaf. since like a traditional one, and then eleven years since it was on a console because oh. like yeah, like New Leaf and um, Wild World was it. I don't know. I can't remember the one for the original DS. Oh, yeah, I didn't. But play for it. the most part, they were stuck on the the handhelds for a while. New Leaf was a pretty much like a console. Like it was yeah, like it was true. I mean, fun. 3DS was strong enough kind exactly. of at that point. So uh, yeah. we had Pocket Camp. <laughs> Animal oh Pocket god, Camp. yeah. That was a, Sammy B that had was some interesting thoughts on that. Yes, she did a lot of thoughts. On <laughs> you can read her review if you, yeah, I can yeah, just search it on I'm our website. It's there. Super interested. I'm gonna do that. You can handle the vitriol that she spewed about it. Dang. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Thanks, son. Uh, so then, after the Banjo Kazooie reveal for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, we got the bombshell. <laughs> one more game. We got one more game to show you before the end of this presentation. Once they and said it's, that, I knew it for sure. Yeah, I, when I first, when you, I, I wasn't expecting because you know my prediction was there's no way we're gonna get this, especially with Link's Awakening and Cadence of Hyrule being showed there. There were the rumors that um, Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD were gonna be ported to Switch. Ooh, so I, I said that's way too much Zelda. We're not gonna get. We're yeah. not gonna get this shown off. This makes sense though because it's so far away. Right trailer starts off and i'm thinking maybe it's metroid prime 4 maybe they went to crunch mode or maybe it's bayonetta 3 yeah. and then when we saw the shot of zelda and link from behind them i literally jumped out of my chair i feel like we're treating I, this like Voldemort. we haven't actually said what this is yet. 
Have we? No, we no, mentioned we have, it. Right? We have not said. Have we word. literally gone the two hours without mentioning? Okay, it is the sequel to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Sure if is. you haven't gotten the hints by now. Oh yeah, now. we literally just crossed two hours on on my clock. So yeah. that's uh, that's impressive. We did to the audience what Square did to us with Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> we held them yeah. hostage. We did. We really did. So I'm in between you guys in terms of when they said, "Oh, and we have one more game to show." Yeah. I, he basically he said one more game to show, and I was like, "Go on." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. I think it's it, but don't get excited. I think it's it. No, it can't be. And then once the the visual started, I was like, there was something about when he said that. I just I felt it in my jellies, man. Yeah, I just knew it was coming. It's hilarious. Like if you look through my notebook where I was just jotting down notes as I was watching the conference, I was mentioning every single game they listed and some thoughts here and there. As soon as I realized this was Zelda. There's nothing that I the wrote in there. It's the just, the, just yeah, dropped, yeah, exactly. Is, it's just there's nothing. Like my last note, I think, is something about Banjo Kazooie. So like once yeah. I realized it was a notebook went flying, Dude, I was just so front and center for this. And that's like that. That was my biggest hope is that we wouldn't see such a big gap because I like right I said, Breath of the Wild really took me took me by storm, man. I've never driven into a Zelda game like this and just been so enamored. So I'm like, man, please just take that engine. Please just Majora's Maskify it. Exactly. And just flip yep. it on its head. Paint the paint the, the world a little different differently and just give me that game again and do it soon and did it because really ever yeah. since Wind Waker Zelda 3D Zelda has pretty much been once a console because they, yeah. they 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 don't reuse the engines they built the engines and the art direction especially from the ground up so that's why it takes them four or five years to get one out was Majora's Mask the only only one that did that that was just like a repeat yeah. of the engine yeah they so, just reused the Ocarina of Time and that's yeah. why they got it out in two years then so we had no expect we had no reason to expect this but we all wanted it so I'm, I'm right man, and Nintendo. with how and with how amazing that Breath of the Wild engine was you got to reuse that There's, you can't just abandon that Nintendo was killing it with the Switch man. They are just doing it everything right. It's funny because we talked Pavlak and I about movies and games. They feel like we for a while we were getting trailers and teasers way too far in advance, and then in the last few years it's been more toned back. Yeah, like we don't get announcements or, or reveals until we're pretty reasonably close. Maybe within a year, year and a half, we at least won't get a release date until until we know. So this is, I think, a little bit of the opposite of that, but it made sense to do so yeah. because we know it's a big game. We know it takes a while to develop, but for them to say that, even just give us the glimpse that they didn't say, Hey, the sequel is in development. That's all I said. It, it was, well, we got some, we got some in engine, in engine cutscenes. We saw, we saw the game. Yeah. It was I, way more. It, this was way, way better to me than uh, Bethesda even mentioning Elder Scrolls six last year. Oh, even like even Metroid Prime four. Like th- this is yeah, right. Nintendo's done that as well. You know, they didn't even give a release window, but if I had I to didn't need one, if I had to guess, I'm going to say holiday 2020 because th- I, this cutscene was very elaborate. Like I, this I is not early. Fo- this is not early footage I by any stretch of the imagine. I think they're going to really over under promise over deliver here and they're going to do a direct sometime and maybe, I don't know this, the spring or something like that. Maybe, They'll do another direct where they just blow this game out. Maybe Game Awards. I'm going to say, yeah, late 2020. And they've got Monolith Soft helping on that. that. Don't forget that. They've got Monolith Soft doing some assistance with building this world. Does it matter that uh, the next Xbox and maybe PS5 are coming out in that same window? And do you think this becomes a spring 2021? No, I don't think they care about that at all. They they have no reason to. Nintendo is in their own lane. It is. It really is. Look at how E3 and the the, the lack of third parties and the fact that these new consoles are coming. Look at how it affected E3 for both Microsoft and Sony. Sony dropped out because they're like, hey, we don't have enough. Third parties don't have enough. We're just going to hang out this year. Microsoft didn't have enough to deliver for me. Nintendo is just still killing it, man. They're just a different beast. Yeah. Different beast. 
I, I super exciting. I like com- I said, it makes me want to dive back into Breath of the Wild. I completely lost my mind for this trip, and that's the other cool thing. It looks like it's a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. They said that. Like it's story. I mean, like storyline wise. Oh sure. And what's really interesting is that there's a lot of suggestion that Zelda is going to be a playable Heck character yeah, in this. Co-op dude. Right. Toshua Joy-Con. That'll be really. I, you know, it's long overdue that she is a playable character. That she has more agency in this game. Yep. In these games. That would be huge. Um, a, a small detail that someone pointed out. Uh, a friend of mine from the website Zelda Universe. Great community. To, if you're a big Zelda fan, by the way, um, Zelda has very short hair in this. And they think that's because it's easier to animate then for the developers. Hmm. Less hair, less texture to animate, and then that's why she's going to be a, pl- a playable character. Okay. And also then with like then. with like um, like clothing customization, that was a big thing in Breath of the Wild. So the, the more hair you have, that would be more to animate as you're changing your clothes and, and whatnot. So okay. that's that's one thing. Some deep speculation. Going Definitely on. Uh, even deeper than, but it's it's almost kind of obvious. Um, Apparently that's Ganondorf's corpse beneath Hyrule Castle coming to life. Yeah, that's it. Seemed, yeah, I definitely got the zombie oh, yeah. vibes from that. He's got the Gerudo symbols on there. His hair is the exact same. Uh, someone pointed out like he wasn't really wearing like a shirt, so someone was thinking maybe that's Demise from Skyward Sword, which you probably haven't played then. I have not. Um, Zelda fans, you would know what that is in that case, but uh, as soon as I kind of grasp that that's, that's Ganondorf most likely, I completely lost my mind. That that'll be amazing if he is coming back in this one because now it's Huge been years, uh, almost ten years. Actually, almost more. By the time this releases, it'll be more than ten years since we've seen Ganondorf in a Zelda game. Last one would have been Twilight Princess. Huge man, yeah, gigantic. <laughs> uh, bef- I, so there's one thing I, I want to mention before we kind of wrap up here in terms of games. Believe it or not, something that we haven't covered. Uh, any final thoughts on Zelda that you didn't get to? No, okay. I, I, I'll save that for Ali for an article if I've got any more to say about it. But so, I was just blown away that we got that at this at this direct. So I, I, I forgive me. I don't know if this was announced, um, but I did get a press release. I'm a big fan of the Sniper Elite games. Uh, those are, are fun. They're kind of underrated shooters, I think, typically smaller scale. But uh, anyway, Sniper Elite VR was announced today, which Sweet. I think is really awesome. They've got that incredible kill cam. I'll read just uh, some of the press release here. However, um, to have a game like that in VR sounds incredibly thrilling. It's not your run-of-the-mill Call of Duty uh, Battlefield-esque shooter that is run and gun. This is a true stealth shooter, whether it's from a distance or sneaking up on your enemy, and they do it well. Um, It's by a studio in the UK called Rebellion. Uh, Anyway, uh, in Sniper v- Sniper Elite VR, you're fighting for the Italian resistance to rid Sicily of the Nazi U-boat menace. So these games, if you don't know, really always have to, to deal with Nazis as, as the enemy in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you'll take on missions in an array of stunning new Italian maps. You'll be able to use free movement, employ stealth and tactics tactics to suit your playstyle and use an array of authentic World War II weaponry to take out your targets. Sniper Elite VR will, of course, feature the series genre-defining ballistics and long-range gunplay. The game will also see the return of the iconic X-Ray kill cam, uh, completely rebuilt from the ground up for VR. It's freaking awesome. That's gotta be awesome. I can't imagine how cool that is in VR. Uh, As the video reveals, uh, so we'll we'll post a link to this, Sniper Elite VR will also offer support for both aim and move controllers on PlayStation VR. Awesome. That is exciting to me. Um... Uh, Sniper Elite VR is coming to PlayStation VR, Oculus Rift, Steam VR, and Viveport. Uh, look out for more details at E3 2019. So throughout the week, uh, if you're 
at E3. I don't know if this is playable to the public or if this is uh, just a, a press demo, but I'm freaking excited about that. My dad loves those games. That it's those religiously. They're I'm playing it on Switch right now, actually. Yeah, they're they're very different. Yeah, they're super cool. I, I hear great things. I never played one, but I, I've seen a lot of gameplay. I've seen like God's plays and stuff like that. Um, the story seems awesome. That 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 kill cam is like next level cool it's unbelievable yeah. uh, ever since sniper elite v2 which is what i'm playing on switch and then three and four kill cam's awesome i'm not huge with the story on it but the action is where it's at with that whether it's the kill cam or there's almost like an arcadey sense to it because every kill gets you points and the only reason you would care about points is basically to keep a tally with your friends it doesn't really have any bearing in the game at all cool uh so uh sniper elite vr that was a surprise press release that i checked uh, on my way home today I uh, got an email on that, so uh, we'll post some more uh, uh, images as well as the video trailer to that. So, kind of wrapping up our, our E3 discussion here a little bit. Uh, we've got more of the week to go here. We'll get more demos. We'll see more gameplay throughout the week. We've got a few days left. Uh, putting you guys on the spot a little bit, but we'll go through just a, a few uh, quick thoughts here, quick hits. Game of the show. Doesn't have to be... Uh, a game with a title doesn't have to be a game with a release date window. What was your favorite game that was mentioned at E3 so I, far? I have to mention that I totally confused uh, Sniper Elite with Spec Ops the Line when you were talking about. <laughs> it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That's why I said story. I've uh, done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've done it before, but no, that's that's totally understandable. De- definitely different games. I, I own it. it. I haven't played uh, Spec Ops though. So. Okay. So but, uh, game of the show for you? Yes. What is to, it? To that. Um, my personal favorite is this Breath of the Wild sequel. Objectively, it's Doom Eternal. Hmm. Doom Eternal really, really impressed me based on what they showed. Oh, man. So I'm at either uh, Doom Eternal or I'm probably leaning towards Avengers right now. I'm just such a fan of that. Uh, everything that Marvel's done recently. Huge MCU guy. Adored Spider-Man PS4. Marvel Avengers. Um uh, Hoping that that lives up to the incredible hype that they've created. For oh, it. but you know what? Final Fantasy VII Remake probably deserves some love for me too. Yeah. <sighs> so this know. is fine. We'll, we'll actually tally yeah. and vote these throughout the Geekiverse. I mean, later I have a top ten list that I'm already rocking. Yeah, no, yeah, I definitely can sure. too. For but sure. if I'm talking top three, then yeah, it's probably those Wait, three. We'll 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 list those out. But if you cool. you name a game or two, you know what's at the top of your list. Uh, I'm going. I'll, I would I would say Zelda is my my number one for sure. Didn't expect it. Really wanted it. One of my favorite games ever. You really wanted it. Just yeah. imagine how I felt. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, like that. That's huge for me. I heard the scream a half hour away. <laughs> right? um, and I'm I'm real close on that with Marvel Avengers. Like right, like neck and neck with uh, with Zelda. Can't wait for that game. Also, Cyberpunk, man. That game. John. I, yeah, I think the Keanu entrance is probably it, the most memorable moment. I think. Yeah. I think. From E3. I think Zelda may, may right. have one up that. But it's, right. they're, they're close. Um, and, and we all, we were like forgetting about the fact that that trailer for that game was awesome at A3. Like, Keanu just took it to the next level and overshadowed it. But yeah, that I game agree. looks really cool. Super excited for Cyberpunk, Avengers, Zelda. Those are my three. Um, if there's a difference between game of the show and most anticipated game, sure. what, uh, what might that be? Mine, I would say, is probably in that case because it's closer. Doom Eternal. I'm really excited for that. That is circled on my calendar. Maybe there's no difference for you between game of the show and most anticipated. No, I, yeah, I, I, see your, I see your filter there. I can answer that. Okay, yeah, and I'll, I probably can too. I'll, I'll go Luigi's Mansion, man. Okay, yeah, that's, that's coming this year. I'm super excited for Luigi's Mansion. It's 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 imminent. I love those games. I'm I'm. It's funny. I don't have a lot of Switch games. I've I've traditionally well, you need to get more. But <laughs> Switch, man. I just I want everything that they've talked about. 
it's just it's so freaking awesome. They had a stupidly impressive press conference today. That they Nintendo did. Direct just obliterated the weekend. No doubt. Um, did you? Uh, what's your most anticipated? I mean, the gimme is the Breath of the Wild sequel. However, a little bit more substance to this answer would be Astral Chain. Oh yeah, that's I'm really August. yeah August thirtieth. Um, Platinum Games. I love their work, and I think this game just looks crazy, crazy exciting. Do we care about gods and monsters anymore? Oh, I'm I absolutely kidding. do. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> do. Um, but I, no, Astral Chain. Now we've seen plenty of gameplay footage. Uh, a lot of great cinematics. I really, really excited for this one. Yeah, I think gods and Mon- gods and monsters like planted the nugget. We just need a little more. Right. Uh, we don't know what that. Hey, I agree. I hope that that is more fully realized in terms of the marketing campaign for it. Well, it has to be because it has released it. It does. Correct. But I certain times you get games that you're like, oh my gosh, that looks great. And then we don't hear anything about it and it releases and it just falls away. Yeah. I hope that's not the case. With with who's developing it, the guy, the team behind Assassin's Creed, I don't think that'll be the case. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, best conference, both from a, a fanboy standpoint. Nintendo. And no, a non-fanboy standpoint. It, it, it's Nintendo. the same answer for me it, either way. I really think it's kind of objective that Nintendo had the best it's press It's the conference. same answer for me either way. They, so I will from argue- the sounds of it, having not watched the whole thing, it sounds like Nintendo. What I'll say without having watched the full Nintendo for me, Ubisoft. Not really? Ubisoft. Bethesda. Bethesda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bethesda. Bethesda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, wait a no, no. Bethesda. Um, it was, Bethesda's close for me for sure. Yeah, Bethesda's yes. number two for me. I, Bethesda again, had, I did not watch Nintendo yet. I think Nintendo had a, a few more lulls than Bethesda did, but their high points were much higher. That's fair. And what's funny is we talked about it yesterday. Head Square literally just given us 15, 20 minutes on Final Fantasy VII and then another 15, 20 on Avengers. I would have been fine. Me too. They, they may I, win. Yeah. They may have won Think about how crazy that would have been. I said to him, they should. someone needs to make a fan cut of that press conference. Oh, just really should. Just like, added it together. All you have to do is just remove the middle. Super easy. Easy just cut. Rip it off of YouTube. Yeah. Done. Assuming they uploaded it, right? Because yeah. that was a problem last night. Dude, we were they were to... slacking with the trailers. What the Luckily, hell? Man? there weren't many to have to publish. But... <laughs> or they weren't posted because they were posted you know, three, four years ago. Depending. I know. <laughs> <laughs> True. So uh, any disappointments or titles that we know about but didn't see or titles that we were hoping uh, to see paying out of three okay like i said i'm legitimately worried about the status of about the, like the state of that game now okay and i, I want it so bad i love not, the bayonetta games not the top of my list but um skull and bones kind of oh yeah that was absent man they should just cancel that right because <laughs> that was huge last year and they had it on the floor a huge... And they reinvented it when they, you know, because at first you were the boat and then they made you a character. And they, That game's been through a couple of different revisions based on feedback. I mean, we're a few E3s removed from that announcement. So that's that was a little interesting to me. Would not be surprised if that game does not see the light of day. Yeah, that's but, a yeah. little concerning now too, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That sucks. I, I'm not, not that it was high on my list, but that was one that was notable to me. Um, disappointments yeah any, anything that was missing um, for you missing more halo more halo infinite that's, i agree with that that's like a man why did i not see any gameplay i don't know what that game is yet obviously it's halo we know what halo is but they're kind of touting this as a reboot a soft reboot of the franchise this is supposed to be like people were unhappy with halo 5 guardians the multiplayer was awesome the the story was kind of boring and it was marketed something that it absolutely was not 
No. It, it was supposed to be this awesome battle between Locke and Chief, and it just wasn't. <laughs> they just kind of became friends almost. <laughs> it was like a it, it was yeah, so it didn't make sense. Disappointed in that campaign. I still loved I still love the, the I still love Halo Five. Yeah. I mean, oh dude, I'm a huge Halo fan. Yeah. Um so I was disappointed not to see that. And also um Animal Crossing getting delayed was a big bummer for me. Yeah. I um we knew before the show, so I can't list it really as my disappointment, but I the rock steady. Sure. I'll, oh, I'll, you can, you can, you can list. That's that. a tough absence again. Beat that yeah. like a, a dead horse. Uh, Arkham Knight was 2015 uh, June, I think. Anyway, uh, it was that summer, so understandable that they weren't at E3 16. Again, understandable at 17 with so many titles in, that were announced. However, last year questionable. This year, what's going on? I imagine they're waiting for for. Uh, Next gen. Yeah. Next gen, if you will. I think we talked about this off camera, but there's a chance that there was something canceled there. Like they, they've been working for a long time with no like no substance, nothing to show for it. So I, I, I have a hunch that something was canceled. Yeah. Nothing. Like no no glimmer, no uh we don't know what kind of projects. Uh, it's kind of amazing. So uh here we are again. I'm happy they didn't announce something at this point, if only because uh there's a problem when you announce something and say you're working on this project and then you don't get anything for years. Yeah. So if there's one redeeming quality, it may be that. But, Only talk um, about it when you're sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocksteady is um, <clears throat> one of my favorites just because I love those Arkham games to death. So uh, we want to hear from you. Every question uh, that we, we talked about here, your favorite conference, most anticipated game, your game of the show, what were some disappointments for you? What games were missing? Tell us in the comments below. Also visit us on facebook.com slash thegeekiverse. That is where our community uh, is most active. So get in the conversation there. We'll wrap things up here. Any final thoughts uh, that we didn't get to on E3 in general? We've still got a few days to go here, right. which is exciting. So it's not over yet, but any, any closing thoughts? I it's been a while since I had that kind of animated reaction to something entertainment related that Breath of the Wild sequel trailer literally maybe jump out of my seat saying a lot that saying was lot. that was that is the moment of the year for me possibly uh, kind of a medium uh, I guess temperature in front of my reaction to just about everything it's been okay uh, nothing here that I, I couldn't live without but the high points have been really good agreed uh, John, any any rapid thoughts? I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I think E3 was a, a downer year, but that's kind of, you know, that, that sounds worse than it actually is. We got a lot of great stuff this year. I'm excited. Zelda was a huge, huge pop. Doesn't get much bigger of an announcement than that. Nintendo wins. Nintendo won. They won. <laughs> they did, and it's great to see. Uh, they've got to continue riding that wave of momentum that they've got with the Switch. Super exciting if you're a Switch owner. If you don't have one yet, you're missing out. The Switch is so cool, man. It's yeah, this was kind of them declaring that we're a force in the industry. Yeah, and we, we have we, we can do it differently. We don't have to have the the AAA games like Call of Duty to compete. We do it our way. And but guess what? They but get the, the, right, the they're, yeah. they're still it's, getting great third party content. Just, just Damon X Machina, yeah. Astral Chain. Exactly. They're Wolfenstein, doing it their own way. Doom. Right. It's, uh, they are doing it their own way. Trials and, of Mana. Like <laughs> it's a great time to be a gamer. I say it all the it time. It really is. It really is. So uh, for the Geekiverse here. Uh, if you could just plug where you are in social media and uh, maybe an article uh, that, that you wrote throughout the week here or something mm. that is upcoming just to uh, plug for our viewers at home and listeners. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Povs, uh, Instagram Jeff Pavlock. I did the brunt of our Nintendo coverage from today, so if you want to check out any of the trailers from the Nintendo E3 Direct, um, any thoughts and comments on the games they showed off today, check out the front page. My name is going to be on there somewhere between all the different uh, articles I did for that. <laughs> that is very true. That's I did work today. <laughs> yes, uh, you did work. That's no doubt about it there. Uh, 
John, where are you on social media and what can you plug? Yeah, uh, at Disruptoid on everything. Uh, Twitter, it's great Instagram, handle. I love it. Um, if you want to check something out, I say check out my article I wrote a couple weeks ago that says, I'll miss you, E3. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, yes. I like that. That's a good, good... Yeah, go check it out. We'll leave it at that. Um, for myself, I'm at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter. Uh, you can find me talking about everything games this week because this it's basically Christmas every day for me. I love all of it. E3 is my favorite week of the year. Uh, John was talking. He feels the same way. Absolutely. And... Um, if I'm not talking about video games, I'm talking about how happy I am that Jeff Skinner is going to be a saber for the next eight years. Uh, so good times all around there. Uh, also, uh, before we get into the last bit of plugs here, I want to say thank you to both of you guys. Uh, this was really our E3 crew for the week. Yeah. A little bit smaller than in years past. However, you guys, uh, I appreciate your time. Our listeners, our viewers, our readers, they appreciate your time. So thank you for giving up so much of it. The late nights here, the articles, doing these podcasts, these videos. Uh, I We couldn't do it without you. It was a fun so, week, man. Fun Thank weekend. you to both John and Jeff for uh, for pouring their passion in, into the content this week. Honor and uh, privilege. It's uh, I feel the same way about you guys. So uh, online, go to thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com. That's Store Envy with one E. We've released a whole new batch of t-shirts. There are over 20 to choose from. Uh, Geekiverse branded clothing as well as video game pop culture and movies, uh, including this beautiful, I don't know if you can see this, uh, I'm wearing, you know, I'm biased. Boy. But, <laughs> He's, he's very good at that. Uh, if you like God of War, go get that shirt. Uh, everything's going on there. We'll post some links to that. Uh, Patreon.com slash thegeekiverse. If you enjoyed our content this week, uh, even just throwing a dollar at us a month would go a long way. There are different levels to which you can subscribe. And at each level, there are new perks that you unlock. We'll be announcing some new levels uh, this summer. Stay tuned for that. Uh, in terms of Patreon, it's super, super important for us. Jeff, what happens if you don't support us? The, lo- the lights aren't going to be on anymore. They're not going to go on. We need the lights. You can't they're, see us without this. They're big lights, man. They're gonna... they're big. Don't stare. It's like the sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not... Patreon, keep the lights on. So that's uh, patreon.com slash geekiverse. We would appreciate that sincerely. Uh, if you are watching this video, odds are you watched it at youtube.com slash the geekiverse. In addition, uh, the simulcast podcast is on iTunes, SoundCloud, and right at the geekiverse.com. Uh, Geeks Got Game comes every other week right on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you enjoy video games, you will enjoy that. So be sure to bookmark that and follow us there. Uh, I think we've just about covered everything. This was a, 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 a very long edition of the show today. We're doozy, ha- man. happy you were with us. Uh, we love gaming here at the Geekiverse. It's going to be an awesome summer next month. A lot of games are coming out. That's next month. July, Jeff and I have been talking about it mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, start saving. You may have to whittle down your list a little <laughs> bit, uh, but we want to hear from you. What is your most anticipated game coming out? For Jeff, for John, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll catch you soon. from me.